Welcome to Fate Moon Archive, a podcast about wading through 20 years of Type Moon. I'm your host, Fen. My pronouns are Fae Fair, and joining me is... I'm Ben Enns. My pronouns are she, though. What are we doing today, Ben? Uh... Plus disc. Don't answer your own question, Fen. What am I even here for? You want to do the podcast yourself? No. Solo podcast? A You're here to, like, tell us literally anything that happened. Because I have... You played it more recently than me, but you don't remember. Less than half... Like, less than a page of notes. I could go through what happens in it, but not to the detail or um, it's not a specificity that our, our listeners are used to. Uh-huh. I'm so sorry. This still might be a shorter episode than usual. I think so. It's not going to be a long episode, I don't think. The plus disc is really light. Like, there's a lot of fun stuff in there. Oh, it's such a treat to, like, go through plus disc. Go through plus disc. There's just lots of little drawings and, like, silly stuff. Yeah. Cute Kahaku and Hisui images. Some great concept art. Oh, yeah. The concept art is fascinating. We'll get there. We'll get there. What? Do we have content warnings? Murder. Uh yeah um well i guess most of the usual tsukihime content warnings apply because they discuss stuff that happens in tsukihime akiha's still horny for shiki yeah i oh. guess that's fair <laughs> i but there's not like no suicide. no suicide okay there's definitely drugging yeah, yeah. um lots of jokes about drugging uh yeah there's like there's horny no child stuff abuse it. child well kid almost dies Okay, there was like child endangerment. Yeah, kidnapping, kind of kidnapping. Yeah, uh huh. Uh, there is if you do download Plus Disc just to like fiddle around with it. Uh, there is uh, what is it? Concept art of sex scenes, just like kind of oh yeah, sprinkled throughout. Uh huh. Which is fun. Which is I'm. There is a like archive i guess mm -hmm. it seems like an archive of like website type moon's tsukihime site uh-huh uh on there that has some just like fascinating like okay here's here's kind of the the pitch for each of the the three main heroines as plus just keeps saying uh-huh um it's so funny that hisui and kaku just don't Our count characters yeah um <laughs> especially given who topped our lists uh-huh i think it makes sense given like oh this was planned as two near side routes and one far side route mm -hmm. and then like hisui mm -hmm. and kahaku were kind of i don't know about secret uh-huh or i don't i also don't know exactly when they like came into yeah. being but like yeah this is our first like the fun thing about plus disc is that this is our first like good look at some of the like thoughts of nasu and takeuchi uh-huh when the, when they're we don't we don't have access to a lot of like interviews and stuff from the time i don't even know where to start looking for that stuff mm -hmm. um and we occasionally get some thoughts in the uh cl sensei lessons right yeah where it's obviously like nasu talking through a character mm -hmm. um but plus disc is full of that and it's great oh it's incredible so yeah so there's the like archive of a japanese site that is not translated mm -hmm. um i will go back and at some point and read that because like there there is some interesting stuff about like hey here are like 
sketches of sex scenes uh-huh and like kind of a rundown of like oh yeah here's here is i i i did not translate any of this like machine did, translate but yeah with um, but it seems like fascinating stuff uh-huh. and then there's also like oh yeah here are just like fan wallpapers uh-huh. <laughs> like oh yeah we got a bunch of like art this thing for the wallpapers alone there oh. are incredible wallpapers just like top tier uh I'm currently using one yeah good for you mm-hmm. they're great <laughs> So why don't we start at the top and go down the way that I was going to finish. Oh, wait, Fen, we didn't talk about Yuri first. We went straight into Plusto. Oh, right, right. Okay, here's here's where here's where the split is going to be. Okay. Right before I said that is going to be the the little like, okay, now it's time for the actual podcast. We've gotten through the intro Uh music. Um. You know that because you listened to it after I edited it. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. uh, Fen- you know how most podcasts that are about games start with like, so what games have you been playing? Uh-huh. Um, and we don't because our episodes are long enough as they are. Uh huh. And also we discuss some stuff occasionally. We do talk about games sometimes. I did. I did. There was a running bit about, um, us being a toho podcast for yes. like three episodes you talked a lot about toho toho is great um but since we're us uh what yuri have you been reading ben and have you read any yuri lately um i got octave in like physical copies of octave and i'm very excited right. yeah they're in japanese they have really like nice book covers yeah. they're 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 uh paperbacks uh-huh. but they have like it's just like very textually mm-hmm. joyful mm-hmm. to to touch yeah i think that's pretty common they're really pretty japanese manga is mm. that they come with book covers a lot it's interesting uh-huh. very different uh but yeah, just like very excited to to reread that in Japanese slowly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, talked about it last time. Octave is an all time like uh-huh. just incredible manga. Uh huh. That's about that's the one about the uh, failed idol and the laundry girl. Yeah, <laughs> I'd say singer songwriter. She's a failed idol and a singer songwriter. Uh huh. And the like she meets her at a laundromat. Yeah, and the people who are in both of their lives or each of their lives i guess great manga great manga so let's see i've got a couple this time you know what we also talked about last time Uh uh-huh well i'll go start with um i read the entirety of mage and demon queen which isn't technically yuri because it's not japanese yeah but yuri can be a lot of things it comes up when it comes up in conversations about yuri like it is a a comic yeah um yeah yeah it's it's like a light-hearted com- like comedy with some serious moments mm-hmm. about uh a very very gay mage who is got the hots for an evil demon queen as you might tell from the title uh and she pursues her it's like a weird like rpg world where heroes when like adventures when they're killed get to respawn as long as they have enough money but she gets killed over and over by the demon queen while trying to seduce her Uh uh-huh it's pretty good yeah Yeah, i read the whole thing in one day uh it's a good binge 
I don't know if I'd call it like a transcendental work of art or anything, but it's ah, pretty nice no. to just see like uh gay girls being horny and weird. It yeah, I would say that it is the characters are for how horny the characters are, the the comic itself or I guess webtoon mm-hmm. is not at all horny. That's not true. Oh, it gets horny, fan. Okay. You you didn't read the whole thing. I read I've read uh, like halfway through season two. It doesn't get explicit, but it gets really horny. Okay. I just like there's so little I guess there are moments there are moments of like very specific horniness. Mm-hmm. I guess their outfits are kind of horny. Their outfits are very horny. Um, and the demon queen is like ripped as hell. Yeah, she's Not great. As hell, but she's pretty ripped. Um, I just remember there being like, it being so, it being the most frustrating thing of like, you two know, both of you have realized that you're in love and you're still just not kissing or like doing anything with each other. You literally just need to read like four more pages ahead (laughs) of where you were because it just like goes for it immediately after that. (laughs) I was going to say, that's that's the thing that was nice about it, but I guess it's nice about it reading it now is that it doesn't just keep putting off them getting together. For oh, longer. it put off them getting together for so long now. <laughs> uh-huh. But now you can just binge the whole thing if you haven't heard about it. Yeah. Get to the part where they kiss. Yeah. <laughs> I should, other stuff. I should go back to it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, back to my expertly planned and now derailed segue. Uh-huh. You know what else we talked about last week, Ben? Another thing we talked about last week. Luminous Blue. What did you say about it last week? There was um, a lot of Yuri. There was a lot of Yuri. Uh, I, like, yesterday or two days ago finished editing that episode uh-huh. and tried to write down everything that we... I think I wrote down everything that we talked about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And at the end, I was looking at it. I was like, that's a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah, you went over a lot of stuff, Ben. Uh, that's good stuff. But... If I remember correctly, what I said was Luminous Blue is poly which is true uh i'll see if i can sum it up okay okay i i remember saying something about uh girls being mean to each other yeah because that is it is it is uh yeah girls being mean to each other is one of my favorite things Mm -hmm. so it's a there's a girl she's a photographer she's transferred to a new school to be part of like a prestigious photography club uh but the, and she meets these two other girls who are acting really weird around each other, but want to be friends with her. Mm-hmm. And she goes to the photography club, but it's been disbanded. The girl in charge of the photography club is like, oh, I'm in a rut. I don't want to take photos anymore. Everyone else left. And this the photographer girl is like, I want to win a photo contest and try and use that to re- resurrect this club. Mm-hmm. And the club leader is like, OK, yeah, we'll give it a shot. And so she does a photo shoot with these two girls who are friends of hers. And there's a lot of tension between the two of them. But also just like incredible chemistry. Yes. Like when taking pictures, the two of them just like gel perfectly. It's so funny because the photographer girl's like, okay, you need a prop to get going. Here's a popsicle you can both lick. (laughs) Um. Yeah, no, no. She takes some really great photos of them and then later finds out that they were a couple in middle school and broke up. Uh-huh. And they're, like, trying to be friends, but one of them, like, claims to hate the other one. It's, it's really messy. It's a real, like, 
Yeah, yeah. It's great. I, th- I love when girls care so much that they can't help but like twist the knife in each other. Yes. Bit, you that know is, what that is what I was about to say is it's a real like, oh no, I I can't if I'm if I'm going to be around you, I'm gonna fall in love with you again. Or or even more. Uh-huh. And like and so instead I'm going to act like I hate you and just like try to keep you at arm's length because uh-huh. otherwise this just isn't going to work. Yeah, this author, what's the name of the author? Uh, let me, I did, um, Iwami Kyoko. Uh, Kyoko, Iwami, Iwami is like really good at girls just like seeing an opportunity to be nice and instead doing something really cruel oh yeah uh their their twitter is oh you follow them on twitter yeah i found them last night uh okome 103 Uh uh-huh uh like 103 so luminous blue is great it's it's very i would say it's the it's very sweet it's sweeter than the other big one that i read from this author last night which is uh an in-progress manga called um what is it? My girlfriend's not here today. Yeah, uh-huh. Which is, oh, it's incredible. Do you like girls just being awful to each other and manipulative and and just like, oh, uh-huh. it's so good. I read some shorts by uh, mm-hmm. this author, too. There was one where, like, a girl, like, bit another girl's lip really hard so that she would remember her when she went on vacation. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Um... And the but this my girlfriend's not here tonight. It's about five chapters in. It seems like it's serial. Mm-hmm. It's um, what is that called? Serialized. It's getting like syn- syndicated. Know. Is that right? Is that what the word? Where you like are? It's in Yurihime, so Yurihime. it's monthly. I uh-huh, think. Uh-huh. It's about this couple. It's high school. All of this is high school. Well, year. it's about a girl. It's about a really. girl who is in a couple. Yes. And her girlfriend really just is never around. She's this like super gay girl who just wants to like shout it from the rooftops. And her girlfriend is like in volleyball club and uh, she has all these friends and she's like really scared of people finding out. Right. To the point where like she'll be really physically affectionate with her friends and like socially affectionate Mm -hmm. name wise. And then really cold with her girlfriend in public. There's, like, a particular girl who, like, hangs off of her all the time. Uh-huh. But she won't, like, touch her girlfriend uh-huh. if anyone's around. Uh, and so she has a... The the main character has a vent Twitter account <laughs> <laughs> under a fake name where she, like, posts a bunch of, like, barely censored pictures of herself, like, just hanging out and being depressed. Uh-huh. It's great. Uh, and another girl in the school, a, like, real weirdo... <laughs> Figures out that that's her, follows her on Twitter, uh-huh. and decides to like half bully, half blackmail her into maybe cheating on her girlfriend with her. <laughs> Exclusively yeah. cheating. She's like, oh no, I'll be your number two girl. Yeah. She's not like break up with her. She's yeah. like, just cheat. <laughs> and uh, yeah, the main character's girlfriend just like keeps fucking up, but not so bad that you really don't that you really think she should break up with her right mm-hmm. you like I would... enough that you're like kind of like i understand i think that she should get like clean up her act right like she needs to like up her game a little bit uh-huh. or she's gonna lose her girlfriend but you're never like 
Oh, she's bad. She's awful. I I would say she's pretty bad. <laughs> Just like well, I get I get it. She's like young, she's scared of like fucking up all her relationships, right? Yeah, she but it's also for doing these things. Yeah, it also feels like a oh, you're super in love with me and I I don't know, you're fine. I like you. I think the, he cares more than that. Okay. <laughs> it has it has been a a while since the last oh. chapter, so I haven't but it for me at least, it feels like a like yeah, like I'll go out with you, and I do care about you, but it's not that girl so much as the thing. Yeah, it's definitely not an even relationship yeah, in yeah. terms of no. feelings. Uh, and then the the like interloper girl, the the thief cat, so to uh-huh. speak, <laughs> is so like kind of sinister about it. Oh yeah, she knows that what she's doing is like creepy and definitely wrong. A little stalkery. It's a and little definitely evil. Embraces it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So that's Yuri. I read. I had a great time. Yeah. Did I? Did I talk about um? What's that called? Uh, demon girl next door. No, I don't think you did. Okay. Let me check to make sure that's actually the name of it. Um, yeah, the Demon Girl Next Door. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's another four coma that is actually like plot happens. It's great. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I think. Is that. That's not Japanese, is it? Yeah. Oh, it is? Yeah. Oh. Um, it's, it's cute. It's. <laughs> If what you're interested in <laughs> is the relationship, then it's painfully slow. <laughs> uh, but it's about a a uh, magical girl. It's about a, a girl who wakes up one day mm-hmm. and she has horns and a tail. Oh, good. And her mom's like, oh, okay, I guess it's time to tell you about our, our family bloodline. <laughs> um... And it turns out... Couldn't have done that before that she got the tail, huh? No. Uh, turns out that uh, her dad is uh, in a long line of demons. Uh-huh. And that a statue that they've been using as a paperweight is um, their ancestor who has been sealed away for tens of thousands of years. 10,000 years? Thousands of years. Possibly 10,000. Um, and... Mm-hmm that uh her goal is to defeat the magical girl in town because uh the demons are very bad at being demons and Uh so they got beat up so much and got so many curses placed on them that uh she's extremely weak Uh um and so it's about yeah it's about her like it's you would think that from that setup it might in fact be a like uh enemies to lovers it is instantly like oh no you're not even enemies like uh you you shimiko is the the main character and the demon and it's like okay you desperately want the two of you to be rivals and like she has more power in her pinky finger than you could ever muster (laughs) so um that's cute yeah, it's cute and like friendly and it turns out that the the magical girl Momo um 
uh her thing is peaches um like all of her moves uh-huh. are peach themed of course uh it turns out that like honestly she has a like more troubled backstory and like more she's more interesting stuff going on <laughs> than uh-huh. shimiko who is just like cute and and has one brain cell uh-huh. and she's trying yeah. her best uh-huh. but i would i would hesitate to put it in like what ben would call real yuri mm-hmm. um although i think it is getting there yeah. i believe that it does become explicitly like like it's definitely at the point where it's like oh that you you have said explicitly that the two of you have feelings for each other mm-hmm. um okay that's getting there yeah i think it's not it's not like not real yuri versus real yuri it's more like the coward's yuri versus real yuri <laughs> if that makes sense sure the coward's yuri is when like maybe they'll have like a really chaste like smooch on the cheek at the end you need to finish girls last tour ben <laughs> oh oh yeah i it does not do that at the end uh-huh and yeah the, well you said it has the perfect ending like literally i couldn't i don't know that like yeah i don't mean that as in oh all things should have an ending that is this mm-hmm. it is the perfect ending for that series yeah yeah well nothing um, else can take that ending because it's already used the best ending in history oh my God. <laughs> don't give me that look I really gotta read Girls Last Tour. It's so good though. So I'm, like, good. Scared to burn through it. I couldn't help myself. Mm. I was like, okay, I'm just gonna read one volume a night for if like on like Dynasty scans or something. I would just, it would be gone, right? Yeah. You have physical volumes, and that means there's break points where I can like overthink the next one. It's yeah. It's again. I talked about it at the beginning of I listen. I just listened to myself talk about it. Uh-huh. It will have been four weeks. Mm-hmm. For you, dear listener, um, it's so good. Mm-hmm. the The art style is incredible. the The what happens is like there's such a strong thematic through line mm-hmm. for the entirety of it, and I don't want to say too much more because Ben is sitting here not having finished it yet. I haven't. I've finished um, volume one. But if you like, if you like melancholy girls and like also ruminations on what it means to exist. Mm-hmm. Uh, you should read Girls Last Tour. You remember the bit in Luminous Blue where the one girl's like, cry, cry more and be only mine. <laughs> oh, I love it when girls do this. Me pointing at a girl crying. Uh-huh. I love it when a girl makes another girl cry. And yeah. Maybe that's me. No, you're life. so valid. But I like when a girl is bad. Mm-hmm. This is the like. I think I talked a little bit about it when we talked about Octave last mm-hmm. time. But there's, I think Octave and um had a relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's like something so compelling about characters who knowingly do the wrong thing. Um, where wrong. Hmm. His wrong thing is the wrong word to say, mm-hmm. but like knowingly do something that is going to harm the person that they care yeah. for and just don't don't see a way out of doing that. Uh-huh. They're just like, I I'm in this position and this is all I can do. 
There's a bit... Okay, okay. This is really exemplified in My Girlfriend's Not Here Today. Uh, in this one, like, great moment that is a bit of a spoiler. So skip ahead, like, 20 seconds if you don't want a spoiler for it. But when she goes to the, like, internet cafe with the, the girl who's trying to get her to cheat, and the girl's like, I want you to pierce my ear. And the, like, the homewrecker girl is like getting kind of nervous about it you know what i mean Mm -hmm. the main character's got like that like a like needle piercing gun kind of thing and is like holding it up to her ear and the girl's like i'm kind of nervous can you like take it slow and the main character's like oh she's actually afraid she's showing like a vulnerable side of herself and she needs me to be like kind to her in this moment Oh well, I don't care and snaps the needle <laughs> needle through her ear oh, as hard as she can. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it's fine. It doesn't hurt for very long, but it's like this great moment of like, I need I need to be kind in this moment to this person. I'm instead I'm going to choose to be slightly cruel for petty reasons. Yeah. <laughs> because I'm mad that Because I'm mad at everyone around me. Yeah. I'm lashing out. Yeah. Beautiful moment. Oh. Really intimate. Uh-huh. Yeah, love it, love it when, like, very mundane things are just drawn in a way that is like, Mm -hmm. oh yeah, there's such, like, an emotional connection happening here Mm -hmm. that, even though it's, like, very, yeah, nothing, nothing untoward is happening, or, Uh like, it's just like, oh, there's so much more going on than, than uh, their actions would, would indicate. Uh Uh-huh. All right, that's enough Yuri for now. Oh, oh, you got what I one. forgot last time is uh, the skirt sings at the landing, which is about um, dancing. Ooh. It's about a girl who's very tall. Oh, I love it when a girl is uh, very tall. And so she's into ballroom dance, and mm. at the beginning, in like the first couple of chapters, her partner um, deserts her uh-huh. and like goes to dance with someone else and uh, yeah the ultimate um, betrayal also also ongoing so i'm not 100 percent sure what's up there's definitely some like okay well she didn't actually hate you it's more like um the the tall girl the protagonist has always danced as the lead because she's did. like yeah i'm tall i can't <laughs> i i want to not lead but i can't i can't because i'm so tall it'll look weird if if someone shorter than me is leading um and but she finds someone who walks up to her and is like i'm gonna lead <laughs> we're gonna dance together that's cute um and it's about the two of them yeah seems like it's about the two of them getting together mm-hmm. uh but it's also just like about like dance and like also another like <clears throat> uh great art Mm-hmm. Just like lovingly drawn clothes and dancing scenes that are just like I don't care at all about dance, but I kind of do when the, these characters are doing it because uh-huh. you've you've brought me in enough to be like, oh, okay, I can, I can, I can enjoy this even if this isn't a thing that is like I'm interested in. Mm-hmm. That's another thing in um, Luminous Blue, especially. There's a lot of like lovingly drawn outfits. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because one of the girls wants to be a fashion model, mm-hmm. and the yeah, it just there's a lot of really pretty like femme outfits. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Why are we actually here, Ben? So we're I mean, plus that was that was we're here to talk about girls. That's our 
Yeah. That's our whole impetus for being alive. Are there... Oh, I, w- I was about to ask, are there any boys in Plus Disc? And then I was like, oh, yeah, of course there are. There are a bunch. Uh-huh. Shiki's there. <laughs> I propose that we go through this the way that I went through Plus Disc, mm-hmm. which was to start with the f- first short story, mm-hmm. go through the rest of the m- menu options, and then go through the extras. Oh, Okay. That's how I played it the first time through. That's fascinating. Mm-hmm. I immediately dove into the extras first. The uh, the version I played didn't played didn't have as much extras. It did have the it the, did have the the like, web page that is that is translated. That is the guide to yeah. it's, it's like a man web manual and it's really yeah. cute. So let's do that. Yeah. Then let's do what I did and then we'll do the okay. rest of the extras at the end. Yeah. I don't have much to say about the rest of the extras because it's all in Japanese and it's like. It's the manual. cool stuff, but... Yeah, we'll just mention it, really. So, this manual, which is translated, is uh, Kohaku and Hisui, in character, going through all of the I, options. More or less in They're character. In character, but in character in such a way that they're aware of uh, the artifice, right? They're yeah. themselves, personality-wise. Which is more or less this entire thing. Yeah. Or, like, all of all Everything of the meta, meta stuff is in is people in character they are at in the once. sense that they react to other characters the same way uh-huh. but they're also incredibly aware of yeah. oh yeah here is here is uh this artificial thing that we're in yeah it's not quite so far as they're acting like actors off the clock right because they act as if they are truly affected by the effect the events of the game yeah that is their they're both aware that that as is we said at the beginning and also aware that it is a game akiha still incredibly horny for shiki uh-huh um kahaku and hisui still both great still horny for shiki (laughs) everyone's horny for everyone's horny everyone's so horny for shiki ben everyone's horny for shiki i don't understand i truly don't understand how you look at shiki and go "Mm, delicious (laughs) um so yeah, you can like click through and they like talk about all the different things, which we'll do as as we get to each individual thing. The main mm-hmm. draw is that they they're kind of Kaku and Hisui are bantering back and forth, and they have sp- they have sprites essentially. Yeah, on this web page, it's like a little like comic almost. Yeah, way. Yeah, or like you know, in a uh like RPG, there's like little text boxes. Oh, yeah, voice. it's that. It's a visual novel, Ben. Yeah. Is what it is. Uh-huh. Is the like, oh yeah, you like have just like the text box three... in the face. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. You have like three expressions. They have and three gonna... expressions and one of Kohaku's is evil. <laughs> yes. There's some great, yeah. There's some great like uh metatextual like Kohaku slowly slipping back into being evil. Being and he's evil, being like, yeah. you're you're regressing. <laughs> Nason. Um there's also also uh an adorable bit about Kahaku being like, Oh please, like come uh, introduce this thing with me to Hisui and Hisui being like, I we we have to be professional and Kaku's like, I'll 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 give you ramen. <laughs> uh-huh. I'll bribe you with food. Hisui's like, No. Well, I mean, okay. Uh-huh. But not next time. <laughs> Yeah, you can, this only works on me so many times, and it does today. I would also be bribed with ramen, uh-huh. to be fair. Mm, I would like a good ramen. <sighs> I really want ramen. 
So, what else? First of all, it's great to be playing Tsukihime stuff again. That was my first thought when loading this uh, game up. Uh-huh. Uh, the version of Plus Disc that we're playing is the... We found the Tsukibako version, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the Tsukibako is a collected set of Tsukihime, Plus Disc, and Kagetsu Toya, with Plus Disc having a few extras in it. Uh, you know, you can buy those from eBay. For like seven hundred dollars or something. The lowest I saw was bidding start bidding starting at five hundred. The highest I saw was like a thousand dollars. That's too much. Yeah, I found a website that like lists Type Moon stuff, and Mm -hmm. the like little blurb about the Tsukibako box is that it is known for being very expensive on eBay. (laughs) Um. So anyway, we're gonna buy a couple copies because we're making so much money off this podcast. (laughs) <laughs> Fen's face is so funny just dead just <laughs> I just killed Fen the thing is yeah is that I would love just to have it as like a just to have thing. it as yeah as a thing that is like I'm not a huge collector I get some figures every now and then yeah but uh type moon stuff I really like yeah it's like it's like I got, I imported the, like, you know, special collector's edition of Tsukihime. The remake. The remake. Because, one, if I'm importing it already, I might as well go, like, whole hog. Oh, yeah. Uh, But also just, like, oh, I would love to, like, look through, like, just look at the cover and, like, just experience what it was like to, like, pick up at a comic cut or something. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly. Like, I would love any of the more so than the box set of the tsukibako thing i would like like the old type moon magazines and stuff and <sighs> that that stuff would be so cool to handle like yeah. old uh karano kyokai uh-huh. you saw the thing about the other side picnic um author yes like posting a picture of their original like karano kyokai doujin like novel that they bought from comic cat Yes. Uh, with uh, Nasu's name misspelled on the cover. <laughs> oh, uh, I would love, love that. Uh-huh. It must be incredibly fragile. It's yeah. just like printer paper. Uh-huh. <sighs> okay. So, um, what else? First thing, also, I noticed we've switched engines, haven't we? Yeah. I was going to say, this is... um. I can't remember if it's in the in the like guide mm-hmm. um that is like uh whatchamacallit? Um uh Hisui and Kahaku talking. Yeah. Or if it was somewhere else that I read it, but um apparently Plus Disc was uh pitched as a like or was pitched by the programmer as a like okay Enscriptor is not great, <laughs> uh, especially for what we want to do. So, like, let's do a small thing in. Um... What's up? We're recording podcast. No, Fen, did you leave the oven on? Yes, this can be on podcast. Fen has left the oven on. You can turn it off, please. Thank you, Fen. Oops. <laughs> How long's the oven been on? Whoops. Whoops. <laughs> a while. How's apartment still standing? Anyway. So. <laughs> right. So 
uh this was a like engine prototype mm-hmm. for um stay night and kagetsu and kagetsu toya mm-hmm. but it was a like okay let's do something small in what is the new engine krkr2 right kitty kitty 2 kitty kitty 2 yeah right i think this was in the translation notes uh-huh. um it was like okay let's do something small in a new engine and see how it works mm-hmm. and thank gods they switched off uh-huh <sighs> i'm like i love tsukihime it's mm-hmm. so rough to like play uh-huh um and it's it's wonderful having an engine with like menus mm-hmm. i will say i don't like the way the buttons look that's fair they're ugly buttons they look like um default flash buttons a little yeah <laughs> that's unfortunate because you're gonna have those up through stay night at least really they still use that same button uh-huh <sighs> same color exactly the same i know how to change buttons it's okay you can just draw your own man i mean why because it looks better they don't have the thing is that they don't have an interface designer oh yeah that's i think yeah there's very small who teams still, who like think. thinks that about that stuff but there's not someone who's like a really good interface designer on and team. also like yeah it's functional it's functional mm-hmm. I guess it's uh, not ideal uh, interface design carries on all the way to Fate Grand Order, the popular gotcha game. Yeah. Oh, you can choose a font, which I thought was cool. Yeah. Nice little accessibility touch, I guess. It'd be pretty funny to just change it to the world's ugliest font, though, I will say. I think there are only four options. Oh, you can't. Oh, I thought you could just add more fonts. No, I don't think so. Am I wrong? find my way to it because it doesn't it doesn't open um <laughs> from a shortcut i have to go into the file the folder to open it on my computer very funny it also i was having trouble getting it started before i paused um OneDrive syncing it also just like refused to to uh start from a OneDrive folder fascinating artifacts of an old old game yeah it's just showing me a blank menu for fonts i had four options but i wonder if there's like somewhere that you could put fonts where you could access them but this is all all of the folders are unintelligible because they're like they're presumably japanese characters Mm -hmm. and at some point, got turned into gibberish mm-hmm. with lots of umlauts. It's pretty fun. So, the menu. We've got a bunch of options and no music, which made me worry that there wasn't going to be any music in this game, which is not true. We've got Alliance of Illusory Eyes, Getcha, Getcha 2, Kinoko's Masterpiece Experimental Theater, <laughs> Wallpaper, and End. We should start at the top with Alliance of Illusory Eyes. This yeah. is going to be the longest bit. Yeah. Oh, for for sure. <sighs> so, this is the actual... I expected there to be more of these, but this is like an actual like side story taking place after the plot of Tsukihime. Yes. 
it starts with a warning like a like a spoiler warning and it's like oh you should take a breather and then finish at least one tsukihime route before you play this yeah Mm -hmm. i think yeah i'm trying to think about like anything that it spoils from the main game i guess that akiha's horny for shiki it spoils it it references a lot of stuff from the main game and also if you didn't know stuff like shiki killing the dead and stuff like that oh then you would be a little like wait what he killed people yeah okay yeah Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's Uh, interesting how much of basically this entire disc takes place post near side yeah Yeah. like none of it there's not a lot of space during that oh oh you're saying like it's it's not post far side yeah well there's something in getcha that imply that like talks about what the continuity is yeah that says like it's post near side sort of we'll get there yeah um i miss in the Enscriptor engine, there was a tiny little page icon when you finished a page, but when we're ready to flip to the next page. Yeah. At the end, as the I period. Think... I miss that. It's a little arrow now. I don't like the arrow. I like the page. That returns <sighs> or the the arrow does change color when yeah. you're at the end of the page. Yeah, yeah. I just like the page uh, more than the arrow as a concept. I think that it is a it is it does become in Stay Night, if I remember correctly, mm-hmm. it is a separate indicator, like different icon to say, uh-huh. okay, now you're flipping to the next page if mm-hmm. you click. Rather than mm-hmm. you know, another line of text. Mm-hmm. I think. Uh-huh. I might be wrong. Okay. So we've got a remix of the main theme playing, which is cute. Uh, and Shiki cuts someone's fucking arm off. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the sound effects, man, are so loud compared to the music in this. I had, like, the mu- the volume up pretty high, and the sound effect of, like, Shiki going, like, pushing was so loud hmm. for me. Uh, whoever Shiki just chopped up falls to the ground. Uh, and... Shiki's being referred to in the third person as Shiki-san. Yeah. We're not Shiki. I... This threw me because uh-huh. I could have sworn that Tsukihime was also third person, like third person omniscient. Mm-hmm. It's almost it's like not. first person limited uh-huh. in that we get we get like shiki's inner monologue but it's as narration uh-huh not as like oh i'm thinking about this thing yeah, it's just yeah. kind of presented as facts yeah, yeah. Which but he does refer to himself but... so it is technically first person even if he yeah. like he doesn't say i a lot or ever <laughs> i guess he, he does. does sometimes he does. but mm-hmm. i'm i literally can't remember a single case where shiki says i but yeah it's it's very floaty yeah mm-hmm this this I appears on basically every page. Yeah. People are very much like I am doing. This I am thing. a person. Uh-huh. I am thinking, and this. that person is not Shiki. Yes. Uh, apparently, Shiki chopped the killer's arm off at the same time as tackling him, <laughs> knocking him unconscious. So Shiki's still doing fucking bullshit ninja stuff. I guess. <laughs> um, 
the whoever's speaking makes a comment about how this is something out of a comic book which i hate that i hate that meta, that like joke <laughs> being like whoa this is just like a video game you know <laughs> can't stand it luckily there's Sometimes not a lot of that. it can be but it happens in so much stuff that i just yeah. can't it's like in caligula effect which we should have talked about but we'll talk about i that was gonna more. say um yeah i need to get farther yeah we'll uh, talk about it when we're both I got finished. sidetracked by final fantasy 14 mm-hmm. which is not i don't like the most recent expansion it's too um, bad. but i you are not here to listen to me complain about ff14 being bad <laughs> um uh so i need to go back to the Caligula effect i was going to say a bit earlier you know what we forgot to b- talk about when we we're talking about yuri was uh, a brief aside but- on caligula effect 2 which is a great game we'll talk about later uh they do this all the time in dungeons where they're like oh this dungeon design is really annoying mm-hmm. now you got to do it for two or five or six hours uh-huh they're the first time that that happens it's funny is, is a great character but they moment keep doing it. there's like as like key is like oh that's a puzzle i'm not gonna help uh-huh. <laughs> later there's like stealth sections which aren't bad as far as stealth oh, sections go no. but everyone like complains about the stealth sections and it's like you know y'all know that y'all didn't have to put stealth sections in this game you know what sucks ben well it's all of the stealth sections in endwalker Oh shit! All of them, sections? all of them are god awful. That's so wild to me. There's literally one where you're playing as Thancred. Huge spoilers, I guess. That you play as Thancred at some point during that campaign. And that style section is fine. Mm-hmm. Literally, all of the rest of them are the worst. Terrible. I was, I was in physical pain. Just mm-hmm. like end me, cease my existence. <laughs> please back to uh, the matter at hand yes uh the cutoff arm isn't bleeding which i think is just because he cut a death line so the blood is taking a while to decide to bleed alternatively ben yeah shiki met up with mace windu and now he has a lightsaber knife and it cauterized the wound yeah cauterized the wound Uh uh-huh a knife saber a knife saber that's not what it would be called. Um, a light knife? Sounds bad. A laser knife. <laughs> laser knife. Shiki calls out to uh, whoever we are, who is apparently named Akira-chan. <laughs> mm-hmm. Cute. Uh, so I was a little confused on Akira's gender for a while because uh, there's some like character swapping back and forth that threw me. But uh, Akira's a girl. Mm-hmm. And... I, I assumed that uh, because Shiki like pulls her up and she collapses against him, like clinging to his shirt or whatever. I was like, "Oh yeah, we're playing as a girl." Okay, I this it, is the Chan also, but yeah, it does. She does also say like or think like, "Oh, it's the first time I've ever been hugged by a man." Yeah, uh huh. And I was like, a "Gay." <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, yeah, so Akira's all confused and scared. Um, and I, I, at this point, I was like, I wonder if Shiro from mm-hmm. Fate's Day Night, I feel like I'm going to be very annoyed with his initial depiction, but I like him in later stuff because mm-hmm. he becomes a boy wife. I wonder if Shiki is going to annoy the shit out of me in all his future stuff. Shiro's a boy wife in Stay Night. Yeah. TBH. But 
he's also very annoying from what I hear. I cannot defend Fate Route Shiro. So Shiki takes Akira's hand and walks her away from the killer. Doesn't doesn't kill whoever or whatever it is. Uh, they're at the school, mm-hmm. of course. It's the school classic school background. Love to reuse backgrounds. Love to reuse. There is one new background. No, there's a couple. Are there? There's another city spray background too. That's a new city background. Is it? Yeah. Okay. I must have just. That must be reused in Stay Night then, because I definitely like. <laughs> that would be very funny. I definitely recognized it. Maybe no, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there is one new city background, mm-hmm. and then there's another city background that I think was, if not in Skihime, then it's mm-hmm. definitely like it's similar enough to one in Stay Night that I was like, oh yeah, that's mm-hmm. that background. Shiki brings her to school gate, and he's very calm and trying to be calming. You know what I mean? It makes her want to cry, uh, partly because he's really cool. But also because she was so fucking terrified up until he saved her. And now she feels stupid because he's like, he's like, oh, this is no big deal. Yeah. Uh, he decides to bring her to get some food. Uh, and she says something about how she was treated to strawberry pie the last time. Mm-hmm. And and that it probably won't be that good, but as oh good well. as that strawberry pie. Uh, so we get her full name, Seo Akira. Mm-hmm. And uh, three years, three days ago, she was greeted by a stranger, and that's when the story starts. Mm-hmm. Flashback to where the story starts. Love to start stories at the end, and then in be, media res. And then, I'm sure you're wondering. Yep, that's me. I'm sure you're wondering how I got here. <laughs> um, first day slash one. <laughs> Let me. We meet Santa. <laughs> Uh, it's the end of December. Uh, we've got a new city sprite is what I wrote. So I think it's new. And we've got background noise, which is fun. Yeah. We've got sounds other than soundtracks and sound effects. Uh-huh. We've got like kind of people bustling around noises, which is yeah. fun. Uh, Akira is wandering around the town. Uh, she's bored. She's on break from school. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's visiting this city. Yeah. She's not, she doesn't live here. Uh, and she says that she saw something oh wait 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 I assumed that this was Akira this is not Akira we find out later why did you assume it was Akira because she flashed back from her thing and immediately went to okay okay so this is gonna be confusing let's start over someone is wandering around town and is bored Mm -hmm. Uh, they're apparently visiting this city so i was wondering if this was a different city there's no names for the city that state oh. that uh tsukihime takes place in so i was like who where is this exactly mm. is like this person from a different town is this shiki who is like visiting another town or something like that mm-hmm. hard to say um they say something about their eyes being special to begin with, but they saw something especially strange about a month ago. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So I was, I, at this point, I was still assuming this was Akira, and I was like, oh, Akira has mystic eyes. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of... I was a little thrown at the beginning of this because there's a lot of, like, dates and times and, like, there's something strange happening a few days ago, and there's something strange that happened two months ago, and then three days ago it all happened. You know what I mean? So I'm having, I was I'm having so happy that you took notes because I didn't pick up on any of this. I was just like, 
Oh, la di da. Uh huh. So whoever this is had a vision a few days ago of themselves using a knife to dismantle things that looked like people. Hmm. Hmm. So that's not good. And they've been in a weird mood ever since. Mm hmm. Uh, they say that they can't laugh naturally. Oh right, yes. Uh-huh. What a great like. Yeah. Oh yeah, I dismantled things that look like people and then ah i can't (laughs) i can't can't just like exist like this she says something about the tono mansion and how there's never any good rumors about it Mm. It seems like a once uh, like a weird non sequitur i mean i can't imagine that there are any good rumors about that place Uh uh-huh and then they they're like i don't really don't know what i'm doing with myself and then (laughs) A middle school aged girl behind them starts to yell, You shouldn't commit murder. <laughs> I love to not commit murder. It, I was like, Oh shit, there's a girl in the crowd reading minds or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but can't tell which person they're reading the mind of. They just caught a glimpse of murder thoughts. I'm going to blame some of this. On the fact that I was very tired last night uh-huh. trying to power through this. Uh-huh. Um, a combination of like not sleeping very well and hopefully just having a cold. Yeah. I got a COVID test today. I'll find out if it's COVID. I really hope it's not. I don't think it's COVID. Um, uh, but none of this occurred to me. Like literally none of... I, who is this occurred you, to you you just said um like someone's reading minds and i was like oh i guess i guess i could have guessed that at this point like he did the, he started yelling the, don't commit murder yeah how to get that information while while the person talking is thinking about murder yeah you're so funny fan so she's like sort of running around and yelling at the people in the crowd not to do murders uh and the pedestrians just start your listener (laughs) please don't murder most people we talk about how much we think murder is sick on this show a lot but i'm gonna say this holiday season don't kill anyone sitting down on the chair backwards (laughs) kids hey kids (laughs) i'm gonna talk to you about how fictional murder is cool but you shouldn't kill people in real life I know it's sick when Shiki slices someone up into 17 pieces. And I know you could too, you could do that if you wanted to. It would take a little bit more work, though. But don't do that. Don't do it. Here at Moon Archive... We're not a true crime podcast. We're a fake crime podcast. Super pro-fictional murder. Uh-huh. Very anti-real murder. Uh-huh. I think is... Generally. The pedestrians all around are starting to, like, gossip and stare and, like, make fun of this girl a little bit privately. Mm-hmm. And she is starting to panic a little bit about her attempt at a public call-out post not going well. Uh, whoever it is that we are it takes pity on her and goes and talks to her and brings her to somewhere less crowded. Mm-hmm. The park. Now, I will say... If I got a psychic brainwave telling me that someone in the crowd around me was about to commit a murder, and one of those people came up to me and was like, hey, let's go somewhere secluded, I probably wouldn't go with them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't be super jazzed to go like to the quiet park with them. Yeah. I guess it's during the day. There's a lot of people around still, but... 
Yeah, it's less less crowded, not like secluded. Yeah, we get our first sprite to to appear in the story, which is a cute kind of plain looking kid with black hair, uh, like Santa coat. Pretty much, she's wearing a Santa coat. Yeah, and the textual description is uh one sec she wears a plain she wears plain simple clothes and a pretty scarf is wrapped around her neck uh-huh i would not call her santa, santa outfit coat. plain and simple it's just, it's like a red coat with white cuffs it's definitely a santa coat, coat but it's white not cuffs, like 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 uh doesn't have a like hat. a white white trim yeah yeah no santa hat i guess uh-huh. but like that's a festive that's i would call santa. it festive clothes aside from the the orange scarf she has a or cute orange scarf. Fox-colored scarf? Uh-huh. I don't know that I've ever heard anything, co- like, fox-colored. Yeah, it's just this orange. Okay. Uh, she looks a little bit like an airhead to me. Oh, yeah. And also, yeah, she could be the protagonist of a shonen. Yeah, like the the whoever we are says that she looks uneasy and boyish. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And also, uh, like a small fox. Yeah, because of that comes later. That's in the. That's not until the. That's in this. Oh, that is in this. Yeah, so I'm staring oh. at the screenshot. Um, I'm looking at uh, the line before that, but yes. Okay. I'm looking. I'm I'm at the part where I call it Santa cosplay. Okay. So I'm on, I'm on your side here, Ben. Um, I was just confused. She looks yeah. like a small fox. She looks like a small fox. I don't think. That she looks particularly fox-like. Mm-hmm. But... She's got a vibe of like a little creature, though. Yeah, I would say a little creature. She's not mischievous enough to be a fox. Uh-huh. Uh, she asks us, the speaker, are you the one who's going to commit murder? Which is a loaded question. <laughs> hmm And whoever we are is intrigued by all this and decides to bring her to a cafe. Which is full of like people eating noises. Yeah. Great. I love background noises. Love background noises. Um, the speaker is, like convinces her to go with them to this cafe. Um, and I was like, is this person? I still thought that this was Akira. And I was like, is Akira the murderer? <laughs> Whoever Akira is? Um... You're so much better at this. No, no, this is bad because I'm totally wrong. We're not Akira right now. Akira is the girl uh, in front yeah. of us, is the yeah. foxy girl. Yeah. Uh, and then, like, who the speaker is, like, says something about having wanted to come to this cafe and get some strawberry pie. But as a boy, it's embarrassing to do that without a girl. Mm. And I was like, oh, ah, I see. I was wrong. Akira is a boy. I'm wrong about that. <laughs> I'm completely wrong. But whoever this is, it's like, I'm going to treat you, and I, I'm going to start asking a bunch of personal questions about you. Mm-hmm. I'm like, these are some pretty fucking red flags. It's fascinating how much this story is just like, I mean, it does like kind of take its time sometimes, but it is definitely like, okay, to the point. To the point, let's go. What's the purpose of this? Uh, the cafe is called Anarube, mm-hmm. uh, which... Do they say that? Yes. Well, actually, you know what? They might not say it, but it just, that is what it is. All of this just says a cafe or uh-huh. like the cafe. Another thing later we'll call the the cafe on a Um, the the getcha takes place there. 
Yeah, but it doesn't but say. I I presume that it is that because it is the cafe yeah. at this point, and also in Tsukihime, it is known for its really delicious strawberry pie. Oh, CL says that. Huh. I wish that this cafe was called something else because the first thing that comes up when you Google it is a Nazi think tank because it's the German word for heritage. <sighs> hey Ben, yeah. Do you want to know what the final area of? Final Fantasy fourteen is called what is it called? Ultima Thule? What is that? Which is uh used to be like a place beyond the stars. Uh-huh. Which is like kind of a uh like an old term for utopia. Mm-hmm. And now is used by Nazis to talk about like the perfect country. Uh uh. It's like the word heritage is probably still used in German for lots of things. And it's uh-huh. probably not just a Nazi word. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And Japan has different relationship with that stuff sometimes. So I'm sure that not, I'm, I hope that Nazi stuff wasn't the first thing Nazi was thinking of when he named this cafe. Uh huh. <sighs> but, you know, anime does love Nazis. Yeah. We're going to talk about some food. Hell yeah. Well, this is going to have to become a reoccurring bit, Fen, the food report, where we talk about yeah. the food that appears in in various no, moon works. They order so much food. <laughs> so much food. They get two huge slices of strawberry pie, a couple lemon teas, a raspberry cheesecake, and some kind of specialty tort. Two raspberry cheesecakes as well. Well, well, or, well, well. Okay. One raspberry cheesecake, and then the girl looks up from the menu with big eyes, and he's like, two raspberry cheesecakes. <laughs> Which is cute. She likes raspberries. I love, I love, a well, I don't love all men who can do this, or all uh-huh. people, really. But it's cute that, that he's like, oh, yeah, I'm like kind of good at reading people. Yeah. Uh, uh, you- I can... I can uh I can tell that her looking up with that expression means that she also wants the thing that I just ordered. Uh-huh. So she admits that she likes strawberries and she's talking again. Uh so whoever our speaker is asks the girl, What what was up with all that? What was up with the yelling and the the murder talk? Mm-hmm. And she's hesitant because she can't tell if she can trust this person yet. So they eat p- some pie. Delicious pie. It's got crispy oh. crust, strawberries, gentle yet sweet, it says. It sounds delicious. I would eat a strawberry pie right I would now. try a strawberry pie. Damn. So, our speaker, the person who we're inhabiting right now, guesses that Akira was seeing the future, not reading minds. Mm. And she th- she's totally thrown because he's right. And this is finally when I was like, oh, that's Akira. And the person that we are is Shiki. Okay. That makes so much more sense. It, it was always also... Shiki. That's why he knows about the cafe. That's why he's so fucking weird is because it's Shiki. This is also the moment that I was like, oh, Alliance of Illusory Eyes. <laughs> yeah, it makes a lot of sense, don't it? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it makes sense. She was talking about how he treated her earlier or whatever mm-hmm. in the, the flashback. So I was like, I want this. I would just want the whole thing to be from her perspective. That would be nice. Ben, but they do some interesting stuff. Wouldn't it be so nice? <laughs> Let's see. 
Oh yeah, the the Akira is immediately like flustered by how smart and cool Shiki is. I think she starts she blushes or something like that. She's definitely the most flusterable character we've met so far. <laughs> Very cute. Just like instantly, every time someone talks to her, mm-hmm. she's like, ah. <laughs> so immediately after saying i wanted things from the girl's perspective first day slash two it swaps perspectives chanting girl 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 girl. although yeah so days are split up so they can bop back and forth between different people's perspective or the two of their perspectives and that's interesting and it's nice to be akira again but also wow that's a really ugly sprite of shiki it's so bad ben (laughs) he looks so weird He's like, oh, he he's not doing that thing anymore where he's got like weirdly tan skin that like people mm-hmm. use for faceless like sex mannequins in uh-huh. anime drawings. In, like, I think you mean hentai, but hentai, like, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but yeah. his hair sucks, and it's like kind of bluish. I was like, this is a really weird like direction to take Shiki in. They really didn't iron it out yet. It also looks like he's wearing a coat that is like three sizes too large and the, uh, it's not sex pajamas so i was all for his outfit the shoulders or it's like it's like big miku proportions <laughs> of like suit miku the shoulders are so much wider than they should be based on how big his head is well he's got those sexy broad shoulders that all the girls go crazy for it's just so yeah shiki looks really weird he looks terrible the jacket is like all white too. Uh huh. A little much. So she's like, "How do you know that I can see the future?" And he's like, "Oh, I'm used to weird stuff." Uh huh. <laughs> she also compares him to an animal. She says that he's like a nice puppy. My note here is a puppy. I mean, it's an awful sprite, but <laughs> a puppy. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Doesn't he? Does not strike me as a puppy. Hmm. I don't know what I would call that sprite, yeah. but a puppy is not it. So he says that this is the first time that anyone's ever asked him to, if he was going to do a murder, mm-hmm. which is true. Yeah, we've never heard people tell Shiki he's going to do a lot of murders. Yeah. But typically people aren't like, are you about to? They <laughs> say, the they thing say, is, did you or you will? The thing is, Ben, is that Shiki, I feel like you don't need to ask. Like, either Shiki's in a good mood and no murdering is happening. (laughs) Or Shiki's, like, had a rough week and you know someone's about to die. (laughs) Well, who's about to die this time, Ben? Uh, Roa. Roa's already dead. Roa's already dead. So, let's... uh, Oh, I guess who is about to die? We'll find out. So... This kid being in her head, it it makes it so apparent that she's got like a baby town crush on Shiki, like instantly. Oh, yeah. Um, I was I was like, this is early type Moon. She's a middle schooler. I don't like this, but it doesn't oh. get. She, it really is just like, oh, she's a kid with a crush on him, and he's just yeah. being nice to her. Yeah. So Akira occasionally gets dizzy spells and kind of half faints, and then suddenly knows something that's about to happen. There's a lot of like Nasu specificity to exactly how her powers work that is like kind of 
difficult to parse at times. Her powers are fascinating. They're interesting, yes. Because I can't, like, I can't parse. I guess I understand. Yeah. we can. She doesn't get a vision of the future. No. She just knows beat by beat what's going to happen. But, like, as words. As words, yeah. Not even, like, oh, I got glimpses of. Except for that she does describe people as if she saw them. But I guess that's just... She doesn't have a good visual memory, I guess. Yeah. So it takes place of words. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So he, Shiki's a little thrown off, and she's like, "Why do you believe me?" And he's like, "Well, this is something that's really dangerous to lie about. So, I I believe that you're not lying." And she's implicitly trusts Shiki. <laughs> she's like, "Ah, Shiki." Well, she doesn't know his name yet, right? No. Um, let's see. He asks if ha- being able to tell the future means that uh, the future is set in stone and that no one can change it. And she says, oh, no, I change the future all the time, actually. Uh, I kind of need to be nosy and pushy in order to push things out of the shape that they're in. Because uh, she changes her friends' futures when she sees something bad that going to happen to them. Mm-hmm. Like, probably like fail a test or something. She's in middle school. Um, or she's like keeping her friends alive. <laughs> Are they like you you think they're just like doomed friends and she's I don't know. Like I'm I'm sure that it is probably more like oh it's like minor bad things are going to get hurt. Like you like broke Maybe you like broke well. your ankle or yeah. something and I'm going to stop that from happening but uh she gets all fluttery when he smiles. <laughs> um she says something weird about how it's like a kind smile, but there's something about it, and then like it's cut off. And we get a Schrodinger's cat reference. Woo, it finally happened. Ben? Visual novel Schrodinger's cat reference. Nasu's finally a real visual novel writer. Uh-huh. There's there are multiple parts of this uh-huh. that I was like, did Nasu like read or like hang out with Uraboshi? because there's definitely like it feels like the two of them had influence on each other's work and i can't tell if that's just oh yeah we both like read the similar visual novels and ended up uh drawing from the same influences Mm -hmm. or if it really is like or or if it's just like oh yeah the ripples that we sent out through the industry just like intersected with one another Uh or if it really is just like oh yeah we like read each other's work and then was like oh that's a good idea it's just like the cat in the box if you determine that it's dead the cat has to die akira's just like sure whatever you say man i'm eating pie (laughs) i'm in a good mood all of a sudden i would also be in a good mood i don't know that i would like warm up to someone that quickly because i'm just like very skittish and Mm -hmm. i've always been very skittish he's being very nice but he's got a calming presence and she's kind of freaked out right it's still, it takes me so long to warm up to people. But I would be in a good mood because I was given pie. Yes, <laughs> Huge slice of pie. So Akira talks about her power some more. She thinks that she sees the person's past, actually. Hmm. What she's doing is like um, like the minority, re- well, actually, I don't know how it works minority, but, but like a sci-fi version of like Future Sight where you understand a person's motivation so well that you can tell what they're going to do next okay this is the other mm-hmm. thing that made me think of it because um in never seven mm-hmm. which i don't think i've talked about on here 
or if I have, I hope I think I, you said it was bad. It's bad, Ben. I don't. I did not enjoy my time with it, but um, that has a there's a bit in there that talks about um Laplace's demon, mm-hmm. which is the concept of like kind of predeterminism mm-hmm. in that if uh Laplace like kind of posited uh, a creature who if they knew where every atom was in the universe mm-hmm. at a single moment they could then predict like know everything that had happened mm-hmm. and know everything that was going to happen yeah as in like okay like everything is predetermined mm-hmm. and if you know a single a single moment like there are many possible ways that things could happen but as long as you know one moment you will know like kind of which of those possibilities yeah yeah which of those like kind of which of those like yeah set of events is playing out uh-huh, uh-huh. Is, nasu had to have played some kind of like philosophical visual novel between because <laughs> you get there's a lot of like philosophy stuff popping up that's more specific i guess than the stuff in Tsukihime. I think it feels like a return to uh, the Arcoid Throne. Yeah. In that it's like, okay, this is a short story. We don't have time to like fuck around and get uh-huh. like metaphorical with, with the stuff we want to explore. Uh-huh. We just have to get right to it. So, yeah, it's a it, she builds a predictive model for the person and knows mm-hmm. what they're going to do next, which is cool and weird. I wonder what the, uh, the name of her mystic eyes are. They all have good names. Mm. Shiki claims that the future is normally unchangeable, but this is some kind of loophole, which is mm. some which is such a weird thing to claim. You don't know. Yeah. Uh, the future changes all the time in fate. Yeah. He calls himself a failure for some reason and then jams an entire piece of cheesecake into his mouth <laughs> like a wild animal <laughs> and keeps talking. So, Shiki obviously isn't the the killer that she saw, but someone in that crowd was. He's worried that they're gonna that the person's gonna come after her. They could be in, they could be in the cafe now mm-hmm. watching her. Uh, he's like, "What were you thinking? Like yelling all that in the middle of a crowd?" And she was, yeah, her thoughts were pretty much like she didn't think of it further than, "Oh no, someone's gonna die. I need to say something." Mm-hmm. Real. This is what I mean. She could be the the protagonist in a shonen. Uh huh. Uh huh. Um. One like like yeah. She's cute, like a little boyish, mm-hmm. and also just no thoughts in that head. No. Um. Shiki instantly deduces that this dumb baby is gonna wander into traffic and get herself killed trying to find the killer, and he's like, "I will help you do this as long as you don't throw yourself into danger, please." Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. She says something about how he is like more serious than she originally took him for and says something about him being a wolf when he takes off his glasses. That's I mean that is cheeky. That, that is, is cheeky. the cheeky we know. Cheeky fursona. Wolf. Dog. Wolf. Hmm. Maybe. It's it's one of the like most standard fursonas, so that makes sense. Yeah. She could be like, I guess whatever is the most popular one. <laughs> you know, because he doesn't particularly like or dislike any animals. Uh huh. So he says that his eyes are also special, but not as cool as hers, which is. I don't know. 
Oh. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> hers are pretty cool, but like, hers are like, oh, that's so Raven's, <laughs> Raven from that's so Raven's power, and his are something impossible. I'm sorry. Have you ever seen that's so Raven? I've definitely seen episodes of that's so Raven. Yeah, that's her whole thing is I that didn't... she'll like get a vision of the future that's going to happen at some point, and then she has to try and stop it from happening because it's usually bad. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Uh. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's a curious power. Yeah, I mean she doesn't have to stop it, uh-huh. but no. As as a fate protagonist, she feels the need to to step in to step in. And uh, he he like says his full name, and she's like, "Oh, are you the older brother of Tono Senpai? <laughs> this is a girl who goes to Akiha's school, uh-huh. and she knows Akiha because they're both on the student council." Uh, ben, this is literally the Yuri that we described. Uh-huh. I, age gap aside, uh huh. Um, which she's, is like uh, okay, she has in high like, school. She's in middle school, but yeah. Asagami does the whole range of of ages. Yeah. So, um, this is Akiha teases her, and uh, yeah, uh-huh. Akira's like Bullies. shy, and it's perfect. It's perfect. Cheeky seems terrified to learn this. <laughs> Can you please keep this a secret from Akiha? Um, that I talk to you like this. I don't know what she'll do to me if she found out I picked up a girl in town. <laughs> Very funny. Akiha would, in fact... Murder him. Murder him. Yeah. And then maybe also Akira. So... <laughs> uh, he's like, why? She, she's like, why are you so scared of Akiha? And he's like, you want this raspberry tort that I got? <laughs> And it works, and she doesn't ask any more questions. The reason that she wanted the the cheesecake is because it was raspberry yeah. cheesecake. Uh-huh, and the tort turns out to be raspberry, too, yeah. so he knows he can bribe her with it. Yep. You could also bribe me with torts. Uh-huh. Uh, there's, like, no other expressions for Shiki. There's just, like, the one kind of, like, bemused, punchable face. I think... There's, like, a yeah, couple... Yeah, only like... has face and then face but blushing. Yeah, pretty much. Again, like very low budget. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, we made like five total sprites for those. Uh huh. She tears into that tort, and he's like, says something about how she eats without reserve. <laughs> uh, she goes on to talk about her vision. Mm-hmm. She saw several bodies in pools of blood, and a person with a scary face and a knife. And she, not not much else. Every person is killed in a different place. There's three victims. There's a middle school girl with a tan and long dyed hair. She is dead in a pool of blood. There's a 30 year old man who's a little shorter than Shiki is, has a kind face, bit of a tum, and uh, like a workman's like yellow overalls outfit. Uh, Shiki's like, okay, that gives me something to look, work with. He, this, this man's missing an arm and a leg. And then uh, Akira thinks for a little bit about how pretty Shiki's voice is. Or or she thinks about how sensitive to sounds she is and how she likes pretty voices. Yeah. And she says something about, like, just falling for, like, uh, telemarketers with yeah. cute voices. Uh-huh. It's very cute. The third victim is a woman with long hair and no other particular standout features. And Cheeky's like, how am I supposed to find this person? She's missing both of her hands mm-hmm. in the vision. Um... Shiki says some shit th- that sounds fucking scary uh, about like 
the, the, the kinds of implements you would need to cut some people apart or something like that, which tips his hand a little bit about how much murder he knows about. Um, it also seems that he doesn't think the killer is supernatural. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we get, he asks about the person she saw last, the, the live person who looks scary and had a knife. And she can't say it out loud, but she thinks that he looked like Shiki. Mm. But younger and not wearing glasses. Mm-hmm. Which is weird. Oh, I mean, Shiki takes off his glasses when he has to cut people into pieces. That's true. But younger. Yeah. So Shiki's like, okay, what you're going to do is not go look for the killer. You're going to let me take care of this, okay? I can take care of myself fine. I'm very, I'm confident in my abilities. Um, he asks for her number, and she reveals that she's staying in a hotel nearby. She got a great deal on it, actually. <laughs> yeah, something happened there recently, and so it's like super cheap to stay there now. Uh, Shiki goes like white. <laughs> it it took me a second to parse this. Uh huh. And I was like oh that's the hotel that chaos ate <laughs> an entire floor of people done got eaten no it was a whole hotel like 110 oh, right. people died yeah i i think of it as one floor because uh-huh. it's like shiki going down and then uh-huh. like wading through the blood of the yeah but it is the entire hotel huh oh shout outs to chaos for lo- lowering overpriced hotels during the holiday season <laughs> Probably helps a bunch of people out um, how so how much do you think that they're paying their staff, Ben, to, like, get them to come to the hotel where everyone was eaten? I hope they're paying them really well. <laughs> that was a hell of a thing. Um, right, right, right. So her family lives pretty far away, so she's not staying with them. She's, she's not going home for winter break. She's just staying in that hotel for a couple weeks. Um... And she gives him her, her room number and says, like, call me if you find anything out. Because mm-hmm. she doesn't have a cell phone. Cell phones aren't everywhere, everywhere. It's they exist. Thousand. They exist. Yeah. But not everyone has a cell They're phone. They're not common. Shiki pays the bill and says, like, you can hang out here if you want, as long as you want. Uh, and I was like, where is Shiki getting money from? Did he finally get a part-time job? Did Akiha let him? It took me so long to realize, like, wait, one one second. <laughs> Why does Shiki have money? Right? And as he leaves, Akira is struck with another vision, which is an extremely unlikely thing. Usually she mm-hmm. gets less than one a month. She sees a school gym at night, and she sees Shiki fighting the knife boy. Mm. Uh, they talk, they run at each other, and Shiki gets stabbed. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. She chases after Shiki to warn him, but he's already gone. She goes back to her hotel all panicky. Um, She says that her visions usually are like 24 hours in advance. She usually has a day to do something about them. Mm. Something like that. And now she doesn't know what to do. She's worried he's going to get stabbed behind the school. Mm-hmm. What's her plan? She's She realizes that she has the Tono Mansion phone number. Oh, yeah. Her, her senpai, Akiha. She has her phone number in case of emergencies. And so she's going to call and try to warn Shiki that way. Uh-huh. Uh, let's see. We learned some more stuff about Akiha at school. Uh, Akiha has two roommates, Soka and Hane. Uh, and they're the only people who aren't terrified of her. 
Which is, I don't. Oh right, right, right. Uh-huh. Akiha did move back to the mansion when uh-huh. Shiki moved home. Yeah, I wonder if she went back to going to school out there. She does in some of the, in her own ending. I think that's the only one where she yeah. does, right? That's the only one where we see her do it. I think she wants to be around Shiki. Uh huh. But still, once you've lived with people, the they still have the same dynamic. They're, they yeah, talk yeah, freely yeah. with her. Well, whereas uh, Akira says, I don't think there's another person that's as trusted yet feared as her. <laughs> She's terrified the, to call. Her, She's never called man before. Uh, Akira's senpai on the student council say like you're lucky being in middle school <laughs> uh-huh. like, you don't have to deal with her like we have to deal with her um so she's scared to call but she she wants to like brag about meeting Akiha's brother you know what I mean uh-huh. be able to brag about it to other people uh and so like it gets herself hyped up and then makes the call before she can freak out again and a cool soft voice tells her uh answers and she starts stammering he uh presumably he this is our he appearance of the thing and she says she says to calm down <laughs> to akira akira which works mm-hmm. a little bit uh she asks to talk to akiha which is interesting yeah uh-huh uh, akiha refers to herself as tono mm-hmm. uh-huh uh, Akira awkwardly greets well, Akiha. Aki- Akiha says, this or, is Tono. Akira says, is Tono-senpai there? Yeah. Right? So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Akira greets her and then stays silent for a long time until Akiha's like, "What? what's going on? She's kind of like bemused by this situation. She thinks it's kind of funny. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, yeah. We get this, <laughs> this line. Senpai has this bad habit of teasing someone weak. So I'm often teased in the meetings. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it looks to others like she's taking care of me, but it sends a chill up my spine when she smiles at me. <laughs> this is Yuri to this me. Is Yuri. This is everything I want from... <laughs> <sighs> so Akiha's like, what's going on? And Akira's like, I want to talk to Shiki. And Akiha almost snaps the phone in half <laughs> in her hand. <laughs> we hear like a crunch. Uh-huh especially she's especially mad because akira called him shiki not mm-hmm. not i don't even know what you would call because you call her tono what would you call tono him son? Uh-huh. but she also calls her tono son it's tono shiki tono shiki yeah maybe so um well akiha's tono senpai tono, you're right right tono san you're right so Shiki shows up in the background. We hear his voice. Uh, and Akira's like, please, 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 just let me talk to him. And, and Akiha's like, fine. <laughs> Hands the phone over. Akira reminds us that she's weak to sounds. And uh, when she hears Shiki's voice, uh, she is bulldozed by it. And says, like, oh, I didn't notice this earlier. I must have been just, like, overwhelmed yeah. by, uh, like, the visual whole stimulus. Uh-huh. Autistic icon, yeah, Akira. Um, but yeah, now she she's got a hopeless crush on Shiki. Oh, I don't know that I've met anyone who's so horny for voices uh-huh. as she is. I mean, there's people out there. I'm sure that I I just don't know any of them. Uh-huh. 
So she doesn't tell him what's going on. She just tells him not to play outside at night. <laughs> I feel like we've heard people say that to Shiki before. Yeah, that's the CL thing. Uh-huh. She doesn't. I don't think she uses the same words. No. Um, but CL's always like, "Don't play outside at night." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't think it's gonna work here either. <laughs> yeah, she says, especially at the gym. And Shiki seems really confused, and he's like, "Hey, what gym?" And then she hangs up. Got overwhelmed. Leaving him to be uh, murdered by a Kiha. <laughs> this did change his future. He's not going to be killed behind the gym. He's going to be murdered right where he stands. Uh, Akira is also scared that a Kiha is going to publicly execute her at the next student council meeting after the new year. And that's day one. I would love to think that a Kiha is just mad that Akira is not calling for her. I know it's not true. And it is way funnier that Akiha is so horny for Shiki when like we have the distance from her route and there's uh-huh. not uh the proverbial uh-huh. Chekhov sex scene. Yeah. Um Also he's he shouldn't be picking up middle school kids. No. That's not what he's doing. But <laughs> she th- she's like three or four years younger than that, uh-huh. right? That's yeah. Second day. No slash one, no slash two. Mm. The world's most annoying ticking sound plays. Thank mercifully for very few lines. Uh-huh. Uh, we're back in Shiki's head. He's reading a newspaper article about a man named uh, Nakiyama Minato who was found dead missing some limbs. Mm-hmm. Limbs aren't specified, but it's clearly. He worked for a transport company, so he's victim number or, two. I think it said like chopped up or something. Yeah. 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 He figures out that it's like, oh, yeah. Victim one, he presumes that victim one must already be dead, and it's just not in the news. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's real worried about breaking the news to Akira. But he calls the hotel and is like, hey, come down, meet me, I'll buy you lunch. Um, uh, let's see. Yeah, yeah, she, she comes to him with big old eyes, hoping, and he's like, oh, I better bring her somewhere good. <laughs> it's going to be hard to follow up last time. Mm-hmm. Uh, food report it's not very uh, in-depth this time we get a hot pot and she really like she was a little nervous about it but she likes the angler pot what's an angler pot <sighs> fish i'd imagine so i really want to do hot pot now uh-huh so he decides to soften her up with some questions about how her eyes work before dropping a bombshell of that guy died on her he asks if having Mr. Guys bothers her. And uh, she's like, no. They, it can be a little, I can see bad things, but since I can change things, it's not so stressful. Uh, and he's like, oh yeah, your eyes are kind of nice, actually. They're like kind to you in a way that mine aren't. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's like, if you could, you see the future through the past but you don't have to actually see the past you're not constantly flooded with people's memories Mm -hmm. which would be really really hard to live with and also very violating of other people's privacy Mm -hmm. she sees their past but she doesn't process any of that she only processes the future yeah or she processes it as like input to predicting the future she can't remember what the other people remember yeah he monologues for a little while um about like similar stuff to what like Ciel and Akiha were arguing about about like loners who break away from society you know what I mean he says the line 
It might be the case that living things are more beautiful when they get away from the group and die a lonesome death. <laughs> Shiki, you're scaring the hoes. <laughs> I, um, yeah, this continues my, like, I don't at all understand what this conversation is about yeah. or what is going on because I am very tired and a little just... sick and like loopy and trying to follow what's happening yeah. is so hard. It's It was hard for me too. I wasn't that tired. It just seemed like he kept like going on these bizarre, like kind of depressing tangents. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Akira is confused too. She's like, I really don't see what that has to do with anything. And he's like, uh, well, anyway, that guy's dead. <laughs> She freaks out. She, he's like, no, 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 calm down, calm down. We should wait and not do anything. He says something about how cops solve 100% of crimes besides perfect crimes where no one even knows that a crime was committed. Uh, cops are not that competent. Yeah. Yeah. Shiki, he's convinced that a human has committed this crime. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, it's, this is not a natural crime. This is not a normal crime. I mean, it, yeah, it's not, like, supernatural. I, I think that there's something supernatural about it, but I may be wrong. Okay. So, he tells her not to blame herself and says that the only person responsible for this is the killer. And she calms down a little bit and says that he says a lot of scary things. And he's like, oh, do I? And I'm, I'm like, Shiki, your barometer of what is normal <laughs> and what is not normal to say is completely broken at this point, and you're a bad mentor. She sa- asks why the person she saw would commit a murder, and he's like, um, I can't answer that. Well, actually, murder and sex are the same thing, so it's pretty much that. This is this was when I really you just tweeted it just out, like, Ben. I've been researching it for ten years. <laughs> just tweeted it out this is when i really lost the thread of this conversation and i was like how did we get from murder to sex i mean like we all know that tashiki those two are exactly the Uh same yeah but don't talk to a 14 year old about it yeah he says that wanting to kill someone is very similar to a sexual urge and that it is possible to kill people to save someone um and that you some people have to do murders because they they have to do something that they think is right right um and 14 or 15 yeah i'm not 100 percent sure how old she is yeah and then he he doubles back down on like but also some people are just horny for murder Mm -hmm. and he's like i'm sorry i know i'm being kind of weird i just have like a weird relationship with death and like a weird past with death Uh uh-huh so i know i'm being a little blunt he says that the desire to kill stems from a desire to change. If you hate someone, you don't want to kill them because you hate them. You kill them because you want to not have them, not have to think about them anymore, not have to think about them being alive anymore. Yeah. You want to be a person who doesn't have hatred. In you want to be free of them. Yeah. Uh-huh. And she's like, I think I understand. And he says something about how uh, he'd love her from the bottom of his heart if he was, if she was his sister. Which is such a weird line, given Shiki's history. Yeah. Yeah. They part ways. We're still Shiki. He tells her to stay in the hotel, keep safe, and tries to puzzle out how to find a woman with no special features whatsoever. Third day. 
we're Kira again. Oh yeah, she thinks about um some line that he said during that whole conversation where he said that um if it's a crime to not be able to stop it when you know knew about it, everyone watching the news about the murder would be guilty, which is really really weird because yeah. it already happened. Uh-huh. That's not how time works. Yeah. I think we're, the implication is that like, oh, you all know that there's murder on the loose, therefore mm-hmm. Like, if another murder happens, it's your fault. Or if it were the case that if you know... Yeah. Yeah. I guess. she. At this point, I'm like, I've totally lost the plot on Shiki. Uh-huh. I'm like, what are you talking about, man? We're Kira again. Uh, she thinks that Shiki's a little bit scary, or maybe he's just, like, strict, she calls it. She it has woken up past noon. She had a hard time sleeping. She wants to sleep more. Uh, but she wants to check the newspaper, so she orders room service. She doesn't like tea, actually. Oh, she prefers coffee. So she gets coffee and uh, a newspaper. The third victim is dead. And uh, Shiki calls uh, the other woman with her hands cut off. is dead. Shiki calls, asks her to come down. They meet together at the cafe again by- at 4 p.m. This is where I was like, oh, wait, one sec. How is Shiki buying lunch every day? That's a lot of... He must have a part-time job, is what I was... Yeah. I was like, there's no way Akiha's ever going to give him an allowance. No. Or maybe he's, like, got some kind of side gig with Arihiko. <laughs> They're doing shell games or something. <laughs> he, um... Arihiko needed his help to win a uh, talent show to get money for the senior home and uh, mm-hmm. paid him to help out. <laughs> so Shiki's annoyed because the article on this woman's death has no information. And he's like, it just says a woman died. He's like, this has got to be the woman, though. Uh-huh. They're holding up the details because they're worried this is some kind of serial killer. Akira says that she doesn't think there's going to be any more victims because she didn't see any more victims. Uh-huh. And Shiki's like, you want to catch the killer, though, don't you? He's thinking about the knife guy. And Akira, once again, does not tell him that she saw him get killed by a younger version of himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, she says she wants to go on a walk to look for the killer with him. And he's like, okay, we're probably not going to find him, but you never know. Fate works in funny ways. Mm-hmm. They wander around till it's nighttime. And Shiki's like, you want some food? She's hungry. She's always hungry. Creature. Mm-hmm. And as Shiki is wondering where to bring her, she sees a person who looks like a teacher from Asagami. And the boy with the who, who she saw with the knife walking down the street together. Mm-hmm. I wonder who the teacher from Asagami is. Yeah. That's too much of a detail. That's got to be someone. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, she sees the killer. Mm-hmm. And she points out the killer and then blab, like blurts out that that's that she saw that boy stab Shiki Mm -hmm. to death, presumably. And he's pretty surprised about that, especially the part where he dies and she didn't tell him. Mm -hmm. Uh, And she's like, well, I, I called you and warned you not to go to the gym, not to go out at night and not to go to the gym. And he's like, you called me. Hmm. Geez, I thought we could be friends since that was the last thing you saw. I see. The future you see sure is ambiguous. He grabs her shoulders and says that the the killer over there is his sensei. 
Uh-huh. Uh, did you realize it here, Fen? No. This is when I realized it. I was still a little unsure at this point, but I was, we'll, we'll keep going. I mean, yeah, we can keep going. I It took me up until the game was like, here's exactly what happened. He tells her that they're going to the school he goes to, and he gets a cab for them. And uh, they, they go to the school. She doesn't... She just goes in with him. A really ominous song starts playing. Is this a remix of the chanting yeah. song? Yeah. Uh, I like... Honestly, I like the chanting song just because of how present the chanting is in it. Uh-huh. It's mostly just chanting. Uh-huh. The boss fight music, as I've yeah, called it. I, I think I like... Like, I listened to the remixes of the original soundtrack that were... I think were part of the... Whatchamacallit? Tsukebako. Tsukebako. Makes sense. Um, And I like the originals way better because yeah. they're just like very simple. Uh-huh. They're simple. They it, do a lot of work. It fits with the aesthetic of the game, which is like um, like edited photos and very simple sprites. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, yeah, it doesn't make sense for the music to be like very intricate and, and uh it just like oh yeah, yeah you have like a piano and like one other instrument yeah. that's it yeah, yeah that it's makes very sense. it does a lot of work it's very dreamy yeah you know what i mean uh-huh. without needing to be like in depth i think i also i adore i don't know the rem- the remake soundtrack uh-huh but it's like also oh yeah but also the the vibe is very different there of like I think the the backgrounds that I've seen at least are still uh like oh yeah that's a photograph that you like put yeah. a filter on <laughs> but but the the sprites and like everything's just more detailed yeah uh, so it fits better and so it fits better but like for this it's just like oh I I actually really like the like very simple um oh yeah that's all it is mm-hmm. it's just like oh yeah it's just chanting or like the sad piano track is like oh yeah it's just it's just a piano there's not like uh an intricate melody being played it's just like oh yeah it's a it's a lonely piano yeah it's like i don't think that they necessarily stand like i wouldn't i don't know that i would pull up the tsukihime origin og soundtrack and listen to it Mm -hmm. right because it's not it doesn't really i don't think most vn music is good like yeah vibing to music though Uh uh-huh because it is Uh so much it's like here is the mood that you're supposed to be feeling yeah. as you read this text. Like, but with the, 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 the boss fight music spe- specifically, I heard the remake version of it and it's got like a low, like chant happening behind the melody. And that's not what that song is. It's like yelling, <laughs> chanting. Uh-huh. It's our uh, outro music, right? Yes. Yeah. It, and that track is just, it's just sick. It's very good for like, Oh shit, it's going down. I think you just listened to the beginning of that uh-huh. and like didn't get to the part where it is Maybe. like very it gets more... similar to. Okay, okay. But still. Yeah. It just starts up really fast and that's the whole thing, you know? Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, okay. Anyway, we're getting distracted. She gets out of the taxi. Boss fight music starts playing. <laughs> what? We have to get to two hours somehow. She like two hours is our contractually obligated. Like we can't release an episode that's shorter. How long have we been going hours? so far? One forty-seven. Really? Only one forty-seven? Yeah. Wow. This is going to be our shortest episode. Shiki unlocks the padlock at school, which is very out of character for him. He always just cuts his way into shit at this point. I was unclear if that was like actually unlocking it, or if it was a like, oh, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna I'm go, gonna go unlock, unlock it. The padlock. <laughs> 
Um, she doesn't like, she sees the name of the school, which we also don't get, and it freaks her out for some reason. That's fascinating. Yeah. I mean, um, I guess it could, like, murders happened there. Yeah. Depending on the route, I guess. Uh-huh. Um, and he brings her to the gym, to behind the gym. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is, is that an old Sprite? Or is that a new yeah, Sprite? Yeah, that's, that's an old. Is that the, is this the place where he pulled CL to have a conversation about whether yeah. or not he was a killer? Okay, oh. yeah. But it's dark now. Yeah. And I think uh, maybe we haven't. No, I think we've seen that that like that specific background in uh-huh. the dark. Uh-huh. Um before. But I could be wrong. He brings her to the place from from her vision, uh, where she sees him get stabbed and he's not looking at her. And she says his name and he like kind of like says coldly responds to her. And she asks how old he is. He's twenty two, Ben. Huh. I thought it had only been a couple of months since. Yeah, Akiha's still in high school. Yeah. How could Shiki be 22? That would be like six years later, or like seven, no, five years five later. Years. That's a long time. Yeah. He can't be a student at this school, and he's not a teacher either. She asks who he is, and he says, who knows? He is an alumni. Um, yeah. This is not Shiki. No. No, it's been not Shiki the whole time. That's why he's been so fucking weird, and that's why he's had money. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a good bit. Like, uh-huh. at, at a certain point, I was like, how long is this going to be? Because at some point, a murderer has to attack them. <laughs> um, I figured it out, though, when he, when she saw real Shiki and like said you're gonna get killed and he started acting really weird i was like oh this isn't shiki yeah that may have you could figure it out really early if you're paying attention right all of the stuff that you said at the beginning i was like oh <laughs> this hasn't been real shiki at all like, uh-huh if you're paying any attention at the beginning uh-huh. there's like a bunch of stuff that there's is like just weird like tells early that on. doesn't that doesn't line up with shiki or the timeline yeah like does the fact that he doesn't live in the city and is just visiting he said yeah the just visiting part i entirely didn't like catch at all i didn't pick it up up on any of that because i thought that that was akira at first yeah i was really confused about who we were so i kind of just brushed over a lot of those details without thinking about it Mm -hmm. too hard and also the big tell is his fucking sprite which Uh doesn't look anything like the shiki that we know yeah well, he kind of does. We, but his hair color's wrong, and he, uh, yeah, the hair spoilers, color. Spoilers, I guess, for about 30 seconds from now, and we do see Shiki. And, like, that is also a distinct, that Shiki is distinct from the one that we've seen before. Yeah, he has a face. Not one. as far away. Yeah. But He's, it is like, he is like would, the Shiki that we'll see in the future. Yeah. But I would still believe that that the the guy in the white coat like that could be shiki it could if be you squint a little yeah and yeah that's the whole bit he kind of looks like shiki yeah but he's not uh she comments when he turns to her his face looks inorganic uh mm. and she starts to panic he's still got her hand also mm. and you know what else he has a big fucking knife a smith and and something smith and wesson knife very specifically is that are smith and wesson known for knives they do make knives i looked it up oh okay 
Um, and he says that he was going to part ways with her to d- today. He had no plan to actually do anything to her. But oh. what? The like, okay, yeah, the combat. I'm looking at right? yeah, the like, oh, I'm a cool, I'm a cool man, and I have like a military knife. Yeah, yeah. Is is there's a gun company? Yeah, so of course they make like, uh, the cool <laughs> knives. CS:GO knives. Yeah. So yeah, he was gonna let her go. He had no plans to hurt Akira. Um, but now he knows that he's going to get killed by the real Shiki, who we call Shiki Kun. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And so he needs to do something. To, he has to be nosy to change his future. This is why he was afraid of her telling Akiha, not because he uh-huh. knows Akiha, but because he was worried that his lie about being Shiki would get unraveled. It's really, really a bummer that uh, not only does his lie get unraveled, but also that Shiki's going to get beat up. <laughs> From Mikea. When she was done beating him, he managed to explain what happened, I'm sure. Uh huh. The, the thing is, is that actually what they saw was the, the ghost of Shiki. <laughs> yeah, he said that he already warned her that the murderer wasn't going to just let her do her thing, mm-hmm. right? If, if Since he heard. Um, he had already killed the first girl before he met Akira. <laughs> yeah, which, which is, is interesting. Like, oh, that's what you meant by killing is like trying to change yourself mm-hmm. it's like you've done that already uh-huh. and yeah um and then the other two people he had no plans to kill he didn't know who they were he tracked uh-huh. them down based on her vision that she told him if she hadn't said anything both of them would have been alive he hadn't made up his mind to kill more people fascinating uh-huh he pulls her close and puts the knife to her throat and he explains that he really does have mystic eyes Eyes that can see the past. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, he, like, pins her to the ground, getting ready to gut, gut her, as he explains. A month ago, he came to this town, and he saw Shiki, and he absorbed Shiki's past. Parts of it, at least. Mm-hmm. And then he locked himself in his room, because of how fucked up Shiki's last couple of months have been. <laughs> uh, a month ago would... Yeah, like, end of November. Yeah. 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 Is when... This guy showed up. Yeah. And yeah. So like like mm-hmm. two or three weeks after the events of Scheme. Yeah. Which is So it seems he didn't get a complete picture of Shiki's past because his conclusion from seeing what happened to Shiki is murder is great. I think that there are a lot of like versions of Shiki's past that you could you could see. You have to see basically the entire thing. Mm-hmm. to not conclude hey murder is great yeah pretty much yeah <laughs> yeah he like didn't get the bit at the end where shiki rejects that <laughs> and his conclusion from spending time with akira is i can change my future and do whatever i want without consequences mm-hmm. as long as i'm willing to try so that's great he is pushing the knife against her chest and says that she would have had a different future if only she had met the real shiki and uh, she, he's about to run her through and she's just like watching the knife all freaked out. And then he's like, you know what? The real Shiki's a murderer too, so maybe it wouldn't have been that different. And then uh, someone calls out and is like, hey, stop talking shit, man. <laughs> and we get the real Shiki and the real Shiki sprite. And he he's looks back. like Shiki. 
And uh, you can tell that it's cheeky because he's wearing sex pajamas under his coat. <laughs> I saw the red and the blue, or the orange <laughs> and the blue. Really? All I saw was blue. I saw orange. I wasn't staring at him, to be fair. Uh-huh. I don't like looking <laughs> at Shiki. <laughs> I don't like to look directly at Shiki. It's like an assault on my mind. <laughs> I just kind of gaze in his general direction. Whenever like, I'm playing Melty Blood against Shiki, I have to like kind of look away. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. It's really hard. I always lose. Uh, Shiki says something about how uh, Senpai is in overdrive mode lately because she's worried that he is was out killing people. Uh, He's referring to CL, right? Sa- like, yeah, CL. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, yeah, so this is why the voice on the phone affected her so much because uh, affected um, Akira so much is because she was falling for Shiki but she was falling for the fake Shiki, like uh-huh. the, the the version of Shiki filtered through this like evil dude, right? Mm-hmm. And when she hears the real thing, she's like, "Whoa, wait a minute, no, <laughs> no, 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 I'm I'm like bonkers for this guy." Um, yeah, so fake Shiki, which is another extra Shiki. We didn't need more uh-huh. extra Shikis. Is able to like put on a, a front of him by thing f- is, pretending, but. So Nasu foresaw podcasts and, and wanted to bother us. That no one should ever be able to talk in a verbal form about any of his works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So Akira's like, oh, wow, it's Shiki. Shiki asks the killer if he wants to turn himself over to the cops. Uh, since he it, he has a supernatural power, but he didn't use that. To ki- He's not a vampire mm-hmm. or something like that. So he can still be punished as a human, I guess. Or if he wants to take his chances with the shadowy figure in the dark. <laughs> uh, and Akira realizes that it, Shiki's not... Oh, wait, I didn't even say that. Someone knocked the knife out of the yeah. killer's hand. Uh, and it wasn't Shiki. Uh-huh. Oh, it must have been CL. Mm-hmm. Is there a black key somewhere around here? It must be, like, right? pinning a knife to the ground? Yeah, that'd be sick. The killer yells at Shiki and says that Shiki killed a lot more people than he has. And Shiki's like, I didn't kill any humans. I really don't. Uh, it's not my problem if you misunderstood what you saw. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, so this is all all of the incomprehensible like dot, like dot monologues about what death is and what murder is that he was doing. It makes a lot more sense now. Uh-huh. Uh, it was so it felt like close enough that i could see how shiki could have gone in that direction right like a really like jaded shiki yeah he's not that jaded at the end of the story Uh it was weird and yeah it's because this this guy with a half-baked philosophy based on shiki's darkest moments uh and shiki's like Man, if you think that the only way to cure the fixed nature of the future is to do is for someone to die, just kill yourself. Oh, <laughs> uh, and yeah, starts like making fun of him for not for not being able to take charge of his life and to take for taking it out on strangers, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. And yeah, he says he didn't change his world by killing people, and takes off his glasses. And his eyes glow blue, which is a new detail. We've never seen his eyes yeah. from outside. This is when I realized, oh, 
We've never had anyone else describe what Shiki looks like when using uh-huh. his eyes. Yeah. And people also, are scared of him. People can tell that something's happening. I think trailer? Yeah. Maybe for the remake, his eyes glow. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's sick. But like, it's not. And then here is uh-huh. where, here is, I guess, where that detail comes from. Uh-huh. Which is, which is, in fact, sick. Uh-huh. A lot of people with blue eyes. CL's got blue eyes. Aoko's got blue eyes. He's got blue eyes. Mm-hmm. Um. Aoko makes sense. Hmm? Aoko makes sense. Is CL blue in French? No. Circle. Somewhere around. Okay. Right? I mean, isn't isn't Ark and CL together rainbow yeah. somehow? Oh, sky. CL's sky. Okay. So blue. Ark in the skies. Oh. Uh- <laughs> Rainbow. <laughs> Rainbow, yeah. Um Right, so the killer like reads Shiki, is reading Shiki, and um is trying to talk his way out of this situation. He's like, Oh Shiki, I wanna live so I can atone for my sins. <laughs> like clearly lying. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And Shiki's like I, as a moral person, if you say that, I can't just murder you. But also, you think I'm a murderer, so I'm just going to dispense with the morals and just be a murderer for a minute. <laughs> and then jumps him. Uh, this The guy's nothing. Cheeky's yeah. a born killer. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Chops his arm off, knocks him unconscious, he drops to the ground. Given that he was, like, walking around with CL... Mm-hmm. Which, why... Is CL a teacher? Is that the thing? Oh, you think CL was the teacher at Asagami? Yeah. Oh, I didn't. I didn't connect that. I don't I know literally... how CL would be a teacher at Asagami. Yeah. Um. She's just she's old enough like... to be. Oh right, yeah. She's like forty something. I mean, she could have. That could have not been CL, right? She yeah. could have been around someone that she could. Yeah. It's been a little while since then. Yeah. She I should be like, just hopping would... from light post to light post. Yeah. Um, she does. She does love to stand on light posts. She loves to stand on light. Posts. It rules is the thing. I would also stand on light posts all the time. If you could do that. Yeah. If I could do that. So the guy's knocked out. Yeah. Uh, we get a new sprite of Shiki smiling. We get some soaring music. Uh, Shiki calls Akira Akira-chan. And he says that he was told about her by Akia told him about her. And we're back at we're reunited with the opening scene with some additional details. Uh, he starts to bring her away. Uh, CL's going to take care of the guy. Uh-huh. CL mur- kills that guy, right? Probably. Like, what are they going to do with him? Shiki can't kill him. Because th- that way lies Shiki just killing the entire world. <laughs> um, and uh, Akira's like, I get I get it now. I understand what's going on. Why did you come looking at for me? Like, all the only thing you had to guide you was a confusing call that sounded like I was pranking you. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he's like, well, you sounded so serious. I wanted to hear you out. He's been looking for this murderer already. Uh Apparently he just looks for murderers. (laughs) Shiki's still a vigilante, I guess. He's, he's, um, he's training his eyes, Ben. Uh Uh-huh. Walking around, getting those gains. Uh Uh-huh. 
shortening his lifespan. Yeah, you know. Uh, he didn't expect her to be connected to the case, but um, he he was worried about her, basically. It's uh, <laughs> a great line from Akira. My stomach growls cutely, <laughs> or so I want to believe. <laughs> She's adorable. I really like. She's Akira. really cute. Um, I, I at this, I was like, I don't think we're gonna see much Akira in the future. I don't. I've not seen her ever before. My final note for this bit is: Is she an ongoing character? <laughs> but I hope we get to see her again. Yeah. Uh, Shiki decides to bribe her with food so that uh, she won't tell anyone. Except then he pulls out a ratty old wallet. He has 500 yen. <laughs> yeah, Shiki's got a fiver in his pocket. Uh, and he very quietly and meekly asks if she likes stall soba. <laughs> She's stunned. And he's like, girls don't like stall soba. <laughs> what the fuck am I thinking? Uh, she is uh, a rich girl who goes to the Asagami Academy and she can treat him, but uh, she doesn't want... too embarrassed to say, let me pay. So she says, I I love Soba. This is a lie. He he perks up and is like, oh great, we'll get you some Soba then. And she follows him and she's like, I guess it is almost New Year's. Soba's good around New Year's, I guess. Maybe it won't be so bad. And she stumbles and gets a sudden vision of the future. Where she's with Akiha, Shiki, and some other people that she doesn't know. Okay. She must appear in Kagetsu Toya, though. Yeah, she must appear at Kagetsu Toya. <clears throat> uh, yeah, because she chases behind him. She, like, claps her hands in prayer, and she says... Um, well, she, she to, I don't remember if she says this out loud or if she thinks it. But, well, Shiki-san, it looks like I'll be causing you lots of trouble, but please give me your best regards. Uh-huh. And that's the end of the story. Cute. So, yeah, she must be a character in Kagetsu Toy. Or I presumably. hope so. She's great. Yeah, she's fun. She's got a different energy from any of the other girls. She's like uh-huh. a skittish little animal. Uh-huh. Like a squirrel or something. Yeah, like a mouse. Uh-huh. Maybe a little like a rat. <laughs> Bigger than a mouse. Still, well, she's a fox. No. They're going to keep insisting that she's a fox. You want Kohaku to be the fox, but it's Kohaku's not. Cat. She's not like wily uh-huh. or like crafty or tricksy. Mm-hmm. She's just small, she's soft, small, like a fox. No, maybe she's got a wild laugh. I hope so. If if they're gonna make her a fox, that's fine. But like, at least give her something fox-like. Don't just <laughs> say, scarf. "Oh, she's small and has an orange scarf, therefore fox." Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. What do you think of this story? Um, I'm going to be honest, we're recording this episode while I am exhausted and a little sick because uh, we don't have any other time to record it. Yeah, we need it. <laughs> so I didn't 100% parse the story, <laughs> uh, but it was like, it was fun. Yeah. It was like, it was. oh yeah, cool twist. Like, it's, meta- it's very short. Yeah. It's short enough that it's like, oh, yeah, that was like a digestible, like, this was fun. I like Shiki. The whole story was less than most days in yeah. in my notes. Um, Word count wise. Akira's, Akira's really cute. Akira's really cute. It's fun to, like, meet and hang out with. Yeah. It's nice that there's no, like, there. I mean, know that she and Shiki, uh, real Shiki don't spend much time together, but there's never any, like, actual sexual tension 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It doesn't seem like the the game is positioning her as a romantic interest. If anything, she's a puppy. Yeah, yeah. She's she's got a crush on Shiki, and it's cute. And he's like a mentor figure. Yeah, as someone who also has supernatural powers. Uh huh. Um, I thought, I thought the twist was really fun because it wasn't just a twist I so far as like in the story, it's a twist that works really well because we haven't seen Shiki. Uh Uh-huh. You know what I mean? We, we like, he's, we have a pretty good picture of what he's like at the end of Kigetsu Toya, but we don't know what he looks like really, or at the end of Tsukihime. We've never had anyone else, like we've all only ever gotten really from his perspective uh-huh we get a key side route there's a couple of things where people talk about him yeah and uh-huh. a key like has a thing where and her bad end is that the bad end where she's the one alive uh, uh her no that's her true end isn't it or true end sorry yeah, yeah. um true ends are rough in this game sometimes yeah. uh in her true end where she like talks about him but and we never also we have a a bit in her perspective too but not much do we yeah in her um in the ending where kohaku uh committed suicide oh right yeah. yeah um but yeah we never we don't get very much time having people describe or like interact with shiki from their perspective mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, yeah, I, I could totally believe that this is how you see Shiki. Yeah. And, like, how he appears to other people. Yeah, how the fucking weirdo. Yeah. Yeah. So, um... And also, the again, the, like, change in perspective. Mm-hmm. The, like, very... Yeah. Just, like, the the change in style, um, I guess, of how, how it's written. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, ah. I'm... Ah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, was very disorienting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder if she'll show up in the remake. Probably not. Probably not. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, she that's the end of it. Alliance of Illusory Eyes. Yeah. My notes for the next thing are even shorter. I did... Kinoko's masterpiece theater next. Do you want to do? do you want to talk about Kinoko's masterpiece yeah. theater? Okay. That's like it says. I like, went down the line. Yeah, I jumped around a little. It says at the beginning of this, it says like one. Okay, this was made after the after the near side routes. Please excuse version. Please excuse any um like inconsistencies <laughs> with the full uh-huh. version. Um, yeah, yeah, it's it says like it may diverge wildly from the main game, and you shouldn't demand a refund over wasting your time on it. And also that about sixty minutes were spent on it, which feels about accurate. Zero minutes of planning, sixty minutes of production. <laughs> um, this is this Ben. Yeah. This is prototype Carnival Phantasm. <laughs> yeah, uh huh. Which makes it it was fun to go through. That is about the extent of what I have to say about it. Yeah, I don't really care to do a beat by beat for this one because it's just like really goofy. It's just like oh. a series of jokes. Yeah. And like, oh, ha ha ha, isn't it funny that Chaos is here now and that uh-huh. he's going to punch Shiki 666 times? Uh-huh. And their <laughs> Which, uncle or whatever. Hey, as a matter of fact, it is really funny. <laughs> but... Uh- at one point, after he gets woken up, he talks at length about how he's run out of fucking ways to describe waking up and seeing the morning. The thing is, is that 
as much as I'm like down on discussing this, all of these jokes are like actually hilarious. But the extended, there are like, there are like six pages about like, damn, I woke up again and they didn't give me another background for the mornings because I couldn't like, I couldn't like say, I've run out of things to say about this goddamn background. Please give me another one just for mornings. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, uh, at one point his bedroom is thrown into darkness because there's an anti-robbery mechanism that Akiha has set up to keep Arkweed out <laughs> because then she keeps sneaking in. I think, is that the one that, uh, Kahaku suggested to Akiha? Because Kahaku also wants to keep Arkweed out. Uh-huh. Um... Let's see. Uh, Hisui's like running around the house all wild, and Kohaku says it's because uh, she's been drugging Shiki's food out of habit, <laughs> and Hisui had a bite. <laughs> she's gone wild. He's like, "You're still drugging my food," and he's like, Haha, "Oops." But also, yeah, she doesn't. She doesn't mention that like uh, she's disappointed that he's gotten used to it, he's so it hardly has any effect. So it's not as fun for her. Let's see if there's any other. Yeah, we see chaos. Chaos is their uncle now. Uh-huh. Uh, Roa is in the uh, garden tre- trespassing. He's not related to them. <laughs> He's just some weirdo uh, who's doing a radio exercise in the woods. Um, and then he meets a deer who tells him this is a dream. Yeah. Uh, and that he should enjoy his summer, shouts Tuesday library, Laboratory at him, and then pushes him down a hill. And then uh, he says, man, when will I be able to go on a date to the fireworks show with Redacted? Please insert your heroine of choice here. <laughs> That's a good uh, one as well. This is, the reason why this is the last thing on the list is because it ends basically saying... This is the dream oh, that Shiki right. has before Kagetsu Toya starts. Right. It says, like, see you in the summer. Yeah. Yeah. It says, uh, to be continued in the fan disc coming out this summer. Yeah. Which okay. is, and it has a picture of um, a girl with blue hair who we don't recognize. But we know, I've... You know, she's I from, have no idea who she is. Well, she's the icon for Kagetsu Toya. Is she? Yes, she is. I haven't even looked at that. <laughs> so, Yeah. We'll we'll discuss her later at length. I'm sure when we play Kagetsu Toya, I'm very excited very soon. to learn who she is. Um, yeah, and that's Kinoko's masterpiece, experimental theater or whatever. Yeah, he, Shiki has a weird, dumb dream, and also a preview of what us talking about Carnival Phantasm is going to be like. Just talk about the jokes. Just bounce around. Yeah. Some of those jokes are really good. Kohaku, like, out of habit, <laughs> continuing to drug him is very funny. It's very good. Chaos showing up was also... <laughs> 666 punches. <laughs> Shiki's the only one who's like, why is Chaos here? Huh? Everyone's and like, that's Akiha's your uncle. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Be polite. He he ate Chaos's pudding. That's why. Chaos oh, wants to right. Him. Yeah. It was Chaos like $7 like... pudding or something like that. And... Akiha was like, "Yeah, Shiki, Shiki devoured that li- last night like a ba- like a panda eats bamboo shoots." <laughs> and Shiki's like, "You liar! Why are you doing this to me?" Getcha, getcha, getcha. Moon tea. Yeah, it's moon tea. It's a. I don't think that's a real word, is it? 
I don't know. No, it's not a real word. It's uh, but it's a portmanteau. It's uh, the kanji for moon and the kanji for tea. I guess they would call it a fake word because they do talk about Nazis' habit of making up fake words in this, which I thought was really interesting. But we'll get there. I thought it might be gekka uh, for a bit, and then it was mistranslated. But no, it's not. Yeah, because I've I've seen I checked the Japanese version, and it really is just the kanji for moon and tea. Yeah, mm-hmm. moon tea. Moon tea. So we start up with another spoiler warning saying like, hey, this is this is the real shit. Please read this only if you are thinking, ah, I am never going to ever play Tsukihime ever again. Couldn't be me. Couldn't be me. But, you know, we've played the whole thing. We're ready for this. Um, How does this start? CL is here. Arcoid is here. Arcoid is here. Uh Uh-huh. Both of them. Two of them. Arcoid is asking CL about something. Where are they? They're at a cafe. The cafe. Honorby? Is that how you pronounce it? I have no idea how you pronounce it. It's never said... It's not said in this. Yeah. It's just the cafe. They're having a a tea party to celebrate the completion of the game, uh, though the party is very small due to budget constraints. (laughs) Uh, The two of them have to have a chat uh, and talk about how things have gone so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, is like, oh, really? Ew. <laughs> I wouldn't have come if I knew that was it. Yeah, so they're going to have, like, a basically a cash party for Tsukihime, mm-hmm. a rap party, and they are going to talk about how much they hate each other. Mm-hmm. Great. This is such a good bit. It rules. I love this so much. They're doing the, like, Huh, we are those characters. We exist in that in that world, but also we are aware of the game development. Are going to talk about it casually. Yeah, it's like fourth wall breaking, kind of. Uh huh. But it's also not. It's not like oh, we're out of character. Mm-hmm. It's no, we still are these people. We still have these relationships. Yeah, Arcweed and CL still kind of hate each other, mm-hmm. and both of them hate Akiha even more than they hate each other. <laughs> but um. But we're Yeehaw can't share. We know they both can share. Yeah. Um, we know that like what the context for this bit is. Mm-hmm. And so as long as we're at this cafe, we're all going to be civil and like have an orderly discussion about uh-huh. how horny we are for Shiki. Arcoid at the end of the CL route is like the girl from my girlfriend isn't here today. <laughs> I'll be, I can be your number two. Don't worry about it, even. Uh huh. Cheat on her with me all the time. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they start off by making some like jokes about, uh, how one of the bad ends, uh, even Nasu couldn't get to it without a flowchart. Yeah. I think that this is the, you're on CL's route or you're on Arcoid's route, but have more CL points uh-huh. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I think it's more like you're on CL's route, but, you chose wrong at some point, so you haven't seen an essential scene with CL. Yeah. So, yeah. Didn't get the, the protective charm that she gave them or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, And they're, like, making this joke, and then someone else shows up, even though the space is supposed to be reserved. It's Akiha, who looks, who's who got her, like, shocked, taken aback face. Uh-huh. And uh, so, someone says, Gah. Gah. Like, yeah. Gah. And Akiha's like, what was that geh about? Oh, I thought it was Akiha going geh. Oh, right. Akiha went geh. And uh, I think Arcoid's Ar- like, what was that about? Hey, don't sit down like it's nothing. What are you doing here, little sister? You're even bringing in a sofa? 
Of course, Archimede would just call her little sister, call uh-huh. her Moto. Akiha's like, I heard there was a tea party, and I can't, I love tea, so I'm here. So you should get out of here. This is a nice, upstanding, peaceful place. I love it when girls hate each other. Uh-huh. Apparently, Akiha's here so that it's not just Arkweed and CL bickering with each other. Mm-hmm. She's there to keep the peace. Well, then. <laughs> so Ar- Ark is so shocked by this turn of events that she necoatizes for a minute. Yeah, I couldn't tell if that... There is a patch note for the 1.1 version mm-hmm. of the translation that says added subliminal neko arc and i'm wondering if that isn't just a like patch thing that <laughs> funny that like oh there's a there's like three pages where arc is neko arc and mm-hmm. saying yeah after every word um she arc is mad because akiha gets more appearances in the game than anyone else pretty much she's there constantly uh, she's also important in more roots than anyone else, I would say. Yeah, I think because... She calls it Tyrannia. <laughs> yeah, I th- I don't know that that's 100%. Yeah, I guess it's, it is true that Akiha is important in three routes. CL's the other one who's probably up there, right? CL's important in three, kind yeah. of. Uh-huh. Yeah, she's CL plays a pretty big part in Akiha's route. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's Akiha and CL are definitely the ones who are the most, have probably the most writing devel- devoted to them. Arcuid was done wrong. <laughs> Arcuid got done dirty. Uh, Akiha's like, stop calling me little sister. And she's like, well, me and Chiki are getting married, so you're going to be my little <laughs> sister soon, no matter what. Look, a mysterious being like you cannot take pa- part in a human marriage, so please do not mess with other people's brothers. <laughs> uh,. Uh, Arcoid, who's back to being Arcoid, fires back with, well, I'm not the one sucking blood. <laughs> you're the one who needs it on a regular basis, so you're the one who can't live like a normal human. Kia's like, I'm simply a connoisseur of blood. <laughs> uh, and Arcoid was like, seemed like you were having a real good time with Roa powers. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, Akia calls her a thief vampire <laughs> at one point. Uh-huh. For trying to steal Shiki. She goes red hair mode. Uh, CL's like, we're the setting today is that we're all friends. So we have to forget the fact that we are all actually enemies. And they all go to order cakes from a suspiciously Hisui and Kohaku pair of servers. <laughs> and everyone's like, one second. It's Hisui and Kohaku. <laughs> uh, they took this job to earn some extra cash on the side. Uh, and the other girls all make fun of them for trying too hard to get pop- to be popular. Which is very funny. Yeah, there's a lot said about um, CL, Arcoid, and Akiha being the main three heroines. And Mahako and Hisui being side characters. Well, I guess the thing is, like, that's a lot of game to get through. Who gets through all of those routes? I mean, it is fair that, like, definitely, like, even, but even Akiha is barely a character until her route. Like, until Farside. Mm Mm-hmm. At the very least. And then, I guess Hisui and Kahaku are kind of around, mm-hmm. but you're locked out of, if you're on a Kiha's route, you're locked out of a lot of like, oh, I would like to hang out with anyone aside from a Kiha. But I guess the thing with a Kiha is that she has set up from the very first route. She has some kind of weird connection to Shiki and can heal him. Right. Is that true? 
Yeah. She heals him from being almost killed by uh, Rawa. He had his death line, his death point, like, fiddled with. Right, right. Uh Uh-huh. So you get something for her immediately, and the maids are very mysterious up until Hisui's route starts, basically. Like, Uh even the Akiha route, you really don't get any information about what's up with them. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, let's see. Uh, Akiha, like, calls Kohaku out. She's like, you have some fucking nerve showing up here, making moves against me in a side story, too. She's like, I'm just a waitress. What are you going to do with that bat? Um, Hisui's like, please, Kohaku, don't cause any more trouble with Akiha than you already have. And uh, Kohaku shoves her off screen and is like, give me your orders. Everyone's getting an extra large strawberry pie, fan. I, Ben, I need strawberry pie now. <laughs> I really want strawberry pie. Uh, Sui was apparently knocked out by Kohaku because she, because CL says, Wow, Kohaku-san dragged Hisui-chan into the kitchen. It's like I'm watching a horror movie. Like that Delicatessen movie. <laughs> uh, which I looked up. It's a French black comedy about a landlord in a post-apocalypse who kills people and turns them into food for his tenants. Huh. Ark says, Delicatessen? <laughs> she guess she's not German. She's European. guess she's not German. Delicatessen a German word? Yeah. Huh. It's a... Where it's... It's a type of store that originates in Germany, I think. Okay. That's what I remember when I looked it up, at least. Huh. Oh, yeah. And then Ciel is like, says something about the name of the cafe also being German. Mm. Uh, and they all start talking about how, about the cafe and uh, how that her Ciel was supposed to come to this cafe with Shiki, but it was, it ended up being impossible because uh this is a liminal space between type wor- moon worlds and uh only side characters should be able to go here because it's dangerous because yeah, because tonoshiki and other shiki what i've got the quote you want me to read okay, it yeah it would be bad if shiki from tsukihime met shiki from karano kyokai right tonoshiki and asagami fujino might not be a problem but having tonoshiki and ryogi shiki meet or having me um i don't know who's saying this and toko meet will create inconsistencies that's why we can't meet each other in the official time access that's great it's so funny because like type moon's continuity is very like it generally doesn't make any sense together mm-hmm. there's lots of like split off worlds uh and like side stories and things like that that just don't mesh at all yeah um and it's so funny that it goes all the way back to literally the second thing they ever did third kind of what's the th- what's the what because Karno Kokiai, uh-huh. Kyokai, Karno Kyokai, uh-huh. uh, Tsukihime. Yeah, that's what I'm yes. saying. Tsukihime is not compatible with Karno oh, Kyokai. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Yes. I, dear listener, I. Ben's very sleepy. We're doing our best. Less sleepy, more like my entire face hurts. <laughs> um, And I'm a little sick. Uh huh. So. We're almost done. Yeah. Hisu and Kohaku bring the food. Oh, and Akiha's like, you two can come to the cafe whenever you want because you're sub-heroines and you don't matter. <laughs> and then, so rude! And then she turns to Hisui and is like, Kohaku didn't put anything in my drink, did she? <laughs> <laughs> it uh, is true, as far as I know, that that Akiha, uh, the three heroines, as this this entire fan disc keeps referring to them as uh-huh um they all have prototypes in 
um, Karno Kyokai. I, I feel like I've heard that the maids are really popular, though. The maids are really popular. I wonder if the initial like, rush of attention was mostly the three, the first three girls. Well, what I mean is, like, yeah, I think that those the were the were like those slow burn. It feels like those were the first three routes. Well, I mean, like, obviously, Nearside was written first, mm-hmm. and then Akiha, mm-hmm. and it doesn't. Yeah, and then I think the maids were like added on to that story uh-huh. because they were popular enough. Is the feeling I get? Yeah, yeah. So it was yeah. They it feels like they were always meant to be side characters, mm-hmm. and then everyone was like, "Oh, but those maids though." I just can't imagine the game ending after the Akiha route. What a horrible way to end this game. I don't think that it feels incomplete though. It's just such a grim ending. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like the Akiha route. <laughs> no, neither do I. But it's definitely like I don't I don't know that I walk away from the Akiha route and go like ah, there were so many questions left unanswered. I guess that was a thing. I was like, what is yeah, up we were, with the maze? I, when we when we I when we got to doing, the end of that, we were like, okay, I guess what is the, the maze? Rest of this game? That's the rest. Like I don't I don't know that I have, like, big burning questions that I, like, need answers to. Yeah, I don't think I'd be dissatisfied in a sense of, like, I don't think this is a finished thing. I think I'd be dissatisfied in the sense of, like, I don't like the conclusions this game came to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's fair. But, uh, yeah. yeah. I just, the, the, those three have prototypes in, in Karno Kyokai is also, I think, stuff. partially why they're constantly referred to as side characters uh-huh um because the maids because they're like have. new to tsukihime and yeah after pi it's time to go talk about the game finally uh it's time to review arc says that she has nothing to review because she's flawless and cl says that her only regret from the game was that she didn't manage to kill arc <laughs> uh and so we're gonna do it feels like some of these are like read pl- player questions or like com cute like a commonly asked questions yeah. almost you know what i mean uh akia's like hit me hit, let's hit up with some questions and cl's like what was shiki's finance what was up with shiki's financial situation he wants a part-time job really ba- bad what's his his allowance akia's like jack shit <laughs> not a dime i'll buy him anything he wants but he's so selfless that he never asks for anything. Uh-huh. It's certainly not that he feels weird having to ask for every little thing that he wants and he would just like some spending money. Uh-huh. Kawaku's like, wow, if he's so selfless, maybe he just wants the job because he loves to work hard. And he's, he's like, I really don't think that's what's going on. I think he just wants his own money. That's the first question. Arkweed asks how to tell the maids apart since that they uh, it's bleeped out but swapped from uh-huh. time to time. Kohaku says, explains that she was using contacts to change her eye color. And this is new information to me. She only faked being Hisui after she drugged and knocked out the real Hisui. Which is a very good, like, oh no, it was all Kohaku. Hisui wasn't in on this. I was like, I never, I didn't think that Hisui was in on it. I just was like, I thought that Kohaku was above drugging her sister. Apparently not. But she is not above drugging her sister. You know, that explains something for me. Huh? You remember how in the Akiha route, Roa, or uppercase Shiki, gets into the house and the maids are unconscious? Yeah. Kohaku drugged both of them so that it would have a chance oh. to play out. Oh. Without their interference. With huh. the intention that both 
a kiha and uppercase uh-huh. shiki would be dead at the end. I didn't realize that till just now. That's that rules. Uh-huh. I love Haku. <laughs> She's so good, Ben. Yeah, I was wondering how, like, why uppercase shiki would bother knocking them out. Mm-hmm. And it's like she was assisting him the whole time. Yeah, or he was assisting her. Yeah. She was using him. That's great. So, Kwaku says that there was still a, a way to tell them apart, and it was something I picked up on. I yeah. don't remember if you did, but she would refer to, when she was pretending to be Hisui, fake Hisui would refer to Kohaku as her sister instead of Nesan. Yeah. Just a different word for it. Uh, and Ark said that she thought that was a typo, and Hisui said even Takeuchi thought it was a typo. <laughs> Which is the artist she referred to. Now we get something really interesting that's kind of hard to talk about because it is difficult to translate. Uh huh. Nasu made up a bunch of words, apparently. This is like he's making, he's combining kanji that don't go together so that they make a, there's the sounds that they make, their readings make up a word, but they're not the actual kanji that go into that. Okay. Yeah. Uh huh. So they're kind of like a like a double entendre or something like mm. that. Mm-hmm. Like like burning body. But burning body is uh, moe uh-huh. and body, but the kanji are burning and body. It's like Hisui being Hisui being cute, and then also Shiki, uh-huh. you know, having a fever. And like lock of hair is um, pronounced as origami, huh. apparently. Origami, uh, yeah, because kami, gami is hair. Uh-huh. And, like, bits like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, really interesting. I would love to actually see it in Japanese so yeah. that I could, like, parse it a little bit uh-huh. better. Dark mo- dark Night Moon is also another one. I don't really know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> so they make a bunch of jokes about how horrible Nasu is for doing these things to language. Oh, this is another interesting thing. There are originally english subtitles after every day yeah we get some examples the like again we don't have the japanese titles of them Mm -hmm. but they had a different subtitle so the prologue was slash glass moon the black beast is slash 666 vermilion crimson moon is slash crimson air quiet dream is sizumu i don't know what that means no neither do i uh oh and hisui makes a joke about having read it wrong (laughs) <laughs> there's so many interesting like language bits that i just don't fully understand i think yeah everyone teases some of it. for not being good at parsing them which is fun yeah uh, that's the end of language corner though fascinating uh, uh this is another i would love to have a version of this all of the version all of the downloads of this i, I can find are pre-patched mm-hmm. with mirror moon's translation yeah i cannot find a version of the the plus disc in Japanese. Mm-hmm. I would love to have it so that I could understand any of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ark and CL get asked why they know so much because they're the ones answering a lot of these questions. Mm-hmm. And it's because they, they were written been around first. the longest. Uh-huh. CL's ending was rewritten twice and Akiha's were written three, rewritten three times. Fascinating. Fascinating. I wonder, I wonder if the ending that we wanted is in there somewhere. And was, like, discarded at some point. Probably. Uh, apparently, the test play version uh, had totally different endings. Uh-huh. This is a... 
this is a like not a it was never pu- not a public release. release version a like oh we gave this to friends yeah to like play it and find 10 out 10 people it, yeah and if you have a, a test play disc uh to immediately uninstall it and destroy it <laughs> um yeah apparently it said something about shiki mm. that isn't supposed to be known i wonder what that is because it's censored mm-hmm. it might be something we know already yeah but that comes in later in the game yeah but more questions akiha asks why ciel is still here instead of going back to her job at the church and uh she explains that she, she scrambles for her excuse which is that after a vampire dies most of the dead that they made just crumble to dust but successor candidates will continue on as dead and can become vampires. Uh-huh. So once the main vampire is dead, there's a long job of like rooting out the remnants. Uh-huh. Uh, and she uh, fudged some paperwork to make it so that she was the one who got that job. Ciel, what good is authority unless you abuse it? Kohaku. Oh, that's a problematic statement, Ciel-san. <laughs> you have to take your job seriously and honestly. You can't have any ulterior motives. Akiha, did I just hear something? I thought I heard the least appropriate person trying to give me a lecture. (laughs) Kohaku. Kohaku's great. I love Kohaku so much. Yeah, Kohaku wants to ask a question. Akiha's like, well, pull up the chair and stop, like, just standing there being an eavesdropping waitress. And she's like, no. Kisu sits down immediately. (laughs) Immediately when it's suggested, just, like, pulls a chair up and calmly sits. Next, nervously, next, next to Archimede. And Kohaku's like, traitor. <laughs> uh, there's a joke that I really don't understand. It. Something happened in the Winter Kamiket demo. Yeah. The Half Moon demo. That involved Kohaku fucking up. Uh-huh. Yeah, there's a... They say it's... The Half Moon demo has something in it that could upset Ark and CL if they found out about it. And Akiha uses this to, like, threaten Kohaku into behaving. There's also something, I think, in the the bit where Hisui and Kohaku are talking in the, mm-hmm. the manual, where they make, say, make it sound like Kohaku forgot her lines. Mm. And I wonder if there was just a part where she wasn't talking when she was supposed to because they met, left something out and it yeah. was just her sprite. I have no idea. Very curious, but no idea. It'd be cool if Mirror Moon annotated any of this stuff. Yeah. But, you know, that's a lot of, lot to ask. Kohaku wants to ask about day 10 of Arkoid's route. Five of the dead son <laughs> uh, showed up and jumped Ark and Cheeky while they're having a serious conversation. This bit is wild, man. Yeah, what what happened? Why? CL killed those dead, and then they showed up the next day. CL. Yeah. As one of Roa's children. Yes has necromancer powers apparently yes <laughs> she was puppeteering them from the street light she like put them back together and then just like puppeteered them in to like interrupt shiki and mm-hmm. arcoid or mm-hmm. yeah shiki and arcoid so yeah that that arcoid in the t- at the time said that she didn't make sure they were dead like destroyed but <laughs> yeah apparently the canon answer is that ciel uh made sure they weren't dead which is very fun. To interrupt their romantic conversation, or their makeup, basically. Uh-huh. 
CL also expands on the daughter of Roa thing, mm-hmm. where she says that everyone who's chosen by Roa it become, becomes his child, which I like less than the framing of it as you are Roa. Mm-hmm. It seems like distancing itself further from the things that CL did. You know what I mean? Yeah. I like the the thing I liked about CL is that she did a bunch of horrible shit, uh-huh. and the game has ever since saying that tried to walk it back. Uh huh. Thus, CL early in her route being like one of my favorite characters, and uh-huh. the rest of CL in the game being not one of my favorite yeah. characters. She says that R- Roa liked her more than any of her his other hosts, mm-hmm. which is interesting. Um, Kohaku wants a side story of the corrupt and lazy vampire girl who destroyed a country town. <laughs> uh huh. And uh, CL insists says something about how there's ten stories for the next fan disc, I and they're already desired. I that's Kagetsu Toya. Right. Is it ten mm-hmm. stories? Uh, I don't know. I think it's ten. It must be. Because it, it's like it's like two that go together and then eight side stories, Makes if sense. I remember correctly. So yeah, the ten side stories. The next fan disc is Kigatsu Toya, which is I I've always said it's not really a sequel to Tsukihime, and it's not. It's it's essentially DLC. Sure. Uh huh. A sequel would carry the story forward. This is like pandering, basically, much like Plus Disc is pandering. Sure. Hollow Ataraxia sounds like it's a little more of a sequel. Too sick but. to argue with you. <laughs> they call it a fan disc. Yeah. Um, that's all the questions that they have, but they still have to decide what route is the canon route. And everyone's like, okay, okay. Everyone's here. No one's dead. Shiki's not dead. So we got to be... We're probably near side. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, we have to be near side because... No one's dead, and also Ark and CL are both here mm-hmm. and know who everyone is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the answer is that the canon ending is the Arcoid good ending. I don't know if canon is the right word. Or the, the chosen ending for this continuity yes. for Plus Disc and Kagetsu Toya. Oh, and Kagetsu Toya. Yes. Okay. Is the Arcoid good end, but also Shiki was able to resolve the Far Side stuff separately. Yeah. Pretty much makes sense so he's been through everything with everyone and somehow roa gets into our uh kiha i guess because she's still herself yeah from the so uh, like kohaku mix of yeah arcoid good end and and kohaku which is wild because it's arcoid uh akiha killing roa completely changes the oh yeah uh arcoid route so i have no idea how that works yeah um but that's basically it it's like yeah, Ar- Ar- Ark is fine. She's still here. Everyone else's stuff has been pretty much resolved. It and Shigi doesn't really hasn't really ended up with anyone in this mm-hmm. version, so that they can keep doing the like harem back and forth stuff mm-hmm. for jokes. Uh they also say that's the can that's the canon ending for Tsukihime, is what they say. Oh, I totally missed that. Or I don't know if they say it exactly, but they say that's the chosen ending for Tsukihime, but the canon ending for shiki as a character for his story is the far side that makes sense since he's part of the tono family and near side stuff is all foisted on him yeah like his story ends in the kohaku route Mm -hmm. right uh and this is when they are all uh the three far side girls glare at each other and are like wait 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 
any of us could be Shiki's true end. <laughs> uh, we have an interloper. Yumizuka Satsuki has arrived late. Yumizuka's here. Ark calls her Sachin. Sachin. And we talk a little bit about the Yumizuka route. Well, or lack of it. Lack of it. Nasu had planned a Yumizuka route. And they, they, they talk about it pretty plainly. It's too big to be on a fan disc. Aww. And they're like, well, Yumizuka will be stuck as a sub-heroine forever. It, I would honestly believe that it would have been fascinating if Tsukihime had been Ark and Ciel near side, mm-hmm. Akiha and Yumizuka far side. Hmm. I love I like the maid roots though. No, I love the maid roots, but that feels like 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 Arc and Ciel in some ways are like interrelated mm-hmm. just like very much. And so are Yumizuka and Akiha. Sure. Like that feels like a more thematically coherent. It's really interesting that they cut Yumizuka. Yeah. But added the maid roots yeah. at some point. I can't say exactly what like production order was or like when Yumizuka's rat was planned and when it got mm-hmm. cut, but that thinking on it now, it it like feels clear that mm-hmm. Farside I don't know that it would have worked better, mm-hmm. but it would have been interesting had it been like two and two. Yeah. As opposed to being like heavier on the far side. Yeah, yeah. Uh Yumizuka's got a good line. This is too much, God. <laughs> the one I fall in love with is the school's biggest blockhead, and what's more, I die in the first half of the story. <laughs> Even Kaku-san received her own route in the end, so this is too much. So yeah, that that does imply that Kaku especially was, like, far out there. Yeah, which I think we kind of figured out already. Like, I bet you that there was going to be a Hisui route way earlier than there was going to be a Kaku route, specifically because Takeuchi loves Hisui. Yeah, I think you get to the end of Hisui's route, and again, there's, like, th- there isn't much left i would be but... i would be more mad if that's where the game ended if it ended on yep kohaku was crazy <laughs> you know what i mean yeah I... that would have been a horrible ending uh, but i get what you mean it could have just ended there i'm really glad it didn't mm-hmm. uh let's see arc calls yumizuka the secret main character since she's the only real vampire in the whole story <laughs> everyone asks akiha what she thought about the akira side story uh, Akiha's mad that Shiki is nice to kids. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, he, she's like, Akira's gonna fall in love with him because he's too nice to her. Mm-hmm. And he should know better. And then she says, seems I need to put Nissan into underground confinement to teach him a lesson. <laughs> <laughs> uh, CL says that Akiha still looks a little possessed. And Kohaku's like, no, she's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Uh, now we get to, into hobbies or everyone's favorite Japanese song specifically. Mm-hmm. You got a list of these? Yes. Let me pull those up. Arcoid is Nav Katz's Crazy Dream. Uh huh. These are all Japanese songs. Are all Japanese? It's specifically set, stated says. that you can't do English songs. <laughs> um, let's see. CL is Basement Melody. That doesn't list an artist. Um, but, uh, there's like a couple of lyrics included. And I, when I looked it up, it, it seems to be from a visual K band called Kisaki. Okay. 
uh is that no wait is that a Kiha is soft no Kiswi is soft ballet Samas soft ballet right soft ballet Samas parade um who's Coco San Kohaku is Coco San's uh soft scar (laughs) um then Kiha is swinging popsicles Satetsu Tower yeah yeah um and then uh Yimizuka is Harada Tomoyo's uh, song that was used in Bungako Toifu Koto. Yeah. Interesting. I haven't yeah. listened to all of these, but I'm going to. Yeah. Kohaku, uh, apparently Hisui's song is a bit intense. Uh-huh. Kohaku says that Hisui wakes up to the song every morning and that it scares her. <laughs> uh, oh, I did listen to this and I was like, whoa, wait, this is Hisui's song? And Akiha says, okay. These are now your image songs. Congratulations. Um, I had to look up what an image song is. Yeah, I did too. Um, it's like, like it's like a theme song, but that doesn't appear in the show yeah. or book or I guess. Yeah, it, it's often like a tie-in single. Yeah. And it's sometimes sung by the character's voice actor. And it's sort of like representative of that character. Yeah. It's not always like you don't always get the single actually made right sometimes yeah. you just pick a song that's the image song but i think uh when i when i looked it up there was like some song from um oh i think god knows from haruhi suzumiya was her image song mm. and that and they like did it in the anime as uh-huh. a song that she sings diegetically uh-huh it's cute um uh, arc well i think cl also comments on like oh no wait i need to change <laughs> that's not uh-huh uh-huh um yeah yeah, yeah. that's she, cl is especially mad about it because her song has really creepy lyrics and akiha says that the scenario writer saw the lyrics for it while in the hospital as a student and they scared him so much he couldn't open the cd case for six <laughs> months arc starts singing creepy lyrics from the song uh-huh. while cl laments that uh if anyone hears it they're gonna think she's a horror movie character Cl's a little bit of a horror movie character a little bit it is a horror game. Uh-huh. Uh, Ark says that Crazy Dream is a... Her song is a cute song about a vampire. <laughs> Makes sense. And it's kind of the image song for all of... For Arkweed and for Tsukihime as a whole. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's on a mini album called Out. Hisui says, are we really allowed to be advertising stuff directly? <laughs> because they like list... Ark listed the price. And Ark's like, yeah, it's a good fucking song. Go buy the CD. <laughs> really really cute uh-huh we have one more question as the cafe comes to a close fen who is the most evil person in all of tsukihime shiki everyone says shiki yes it's very fun it's, it's, seeing like the the various ways that people refer to him uh-huh C- cl's like um Ark's like, whoa, every- everyone hates Shiki? And CL's like, I don't hate him, but he is bad. It's like, he's so cute that I hate him or something like that. And Akio's like, I'm always suffering because of his blatant disregard for my feelings. <laughs> and he sw- apo- apologized when she said Shiki. Uh-huh. Uh, and then uh, won't say anything further. Uh, and Conker's like, right? He's so bad. Don't you get tired after having sex with him? <laughs> He's so persistent. I wonder how he can keep up like that. <laughs> and then everyone is like, 
Yeah. Yep. I kind of expected everyone else to be more immediately taken aback by this because, of course, Kohaku would be alone like, yeah, that dick. (laughs) Woo! There's too much, man. It's a good bit that everyone's like, yeah, mm-hmm. he went on for so long. Uh-huh. Ar- Arcweed, yeah, they all have like a comment on it. Arcweed's like, I never had sex with anyone else, so I don't know what's normal. Right. Uh-huh. Um, and then uh, CL, Kohaku, and Akiha have all had sex, obviously, since Akiha and Kohaku have had sex mm-hmm. before. Uh, Hisui doesn't say anything. She's just bright pink. <laughs> She's so cute. Akiha's like, why the fuck are we talking about this? We're supposed to be ragging on Shiki, not commenting on how good his stamina is. <laughs> and Kohaku's like, let's do a Comedy Central roast of Shiki. <laughs> let's see. Yeah, there's something that is probably a sex joke that didn't get translated properly because Akiha says something about everyone jumping on Shiki. Uh, and then like bl- blushes bright pink. Mm. Mm-hmm. I don't think it like translated quite right. Uh, there's a heartbeat noise. And the girls are like, you know, that actually was pretty fun all spending our time together. Hmm. Uh, CL and Akiha leave the maids to clean up. Uh, Arcoid gets up to go and says, I'll see you tonight, Hisui. <laughs> and she's, Hisui's like, don't sneak into Shiki's room. And Ark's like, yeah, yeah, I'm just joking. Don't worry about it. Uh, and Kohaku's like, let's all meet up again after New Year's. Yeah. And that's the end of, end of Getcha. What a cute thing. Yeah, it was really cute. I love, I love, this is an ongoing thing, but I love characters talking more or less in character about the things that they're in. Yeah, yeah, it's so fun, yeah. Um, And so I'm so happy that we we get at least a little more of this. Mm -hmm. And I hope it, I don't think, is there a Grand Order version of this? I don't think that there is. No. Not the not definitely not that it's in the game at least. The closest would probably be learning with manga. Yeah, but that's like that's so, so goofy yeah. that it's not because like the thing I like about this is that it's funny at points, but it's also like oh yeah, these characters are very sincere about what they're saying. Yeah, learning with manga is just like goofy, goofy, goofy. ha ha ha. Isn't it funny when Gudako horny? It's probably it is funny when Gudako horny. It is. <laughs> it's probably in stuff like. We we talked about in our last episode, there's like something that's like, oh, in character interviews about their roles. Yeah. Whatever that was. And it's probably in the like magazines that we can't get. <laughs> Which I guess is the thing is like there aren't voice actors. Mm-hmm. There isn't like it, it can't be an idol style mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, interviewing this person physically mm-hmm. like as their character. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. You have to do it this way. Yeah. Because there isn't, like, you can't do a drama CD because these people don't have voices. Yeah, yeah. It's much more close to Nasu, right? Mm -hmm. This is Nasu talking to us through the characters pretty directly. Yeah. Right? There's there's not a voice actor between us. Is maybe going to be my disappointment when we get to stuff that is voiced. Uh Uh-huh. Is, like... There's so much more of the stuff that I love is then put on, oh, the voice actor is doing this thing. Yeah. Isn't it fun to watch the voice actor do this? And I'm like, well, I'm kind I'm of more sure it is, writing. but I'm like, yeah. fair, I'm much more interested in the the writing and like, and yeah, I'm much more interested in having characters discuss rather than 
you know, have an interview with an individual character or yeah. even like two of them. Yeah, the round table get, of it is so good. You couldn't get a, like an entire round table of of Chaldea. No. But but you could have I a, think you could get you could get like, oh yeah, like let's pick out a couple of servants and like a bunch of mages and mm-hmm. like oh yeah, let's sit around and like talk. Yeah. But yeah. That'd be really fun. But it's they've moved a, this is like kind of unprofessional. In a in a great in like, a very good way. I wouldn't say unprofessional. It's like amateur. Yeah. It, to distinguish We're, it, like, like it's not like unprofessional in embarrassing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They they don't feel the need to be like really buttoned up because it's not it's still not a company. Yeah, it's, they're still like a dojin circle. Uh huh. They haven't made that transition completely to being a company that has to worry about like employees and their presentation, right? I Which do... is why there's like still fucking soon going to be flashed uh sex scene bits just randomly scattered Uh uh-huh uh-huh i do wonder if yeah i do wonder if new newtsky new hime Hime remake um has something like this in it i bet you that the um cl sensei's lessons are expanded yeah i'd hope i bet you they're more complex but yeah yeah i just want like a whole game wrap up that would be really nice but i don't think we're gonna get that that would be such a bummer i think this is probably like i guess hollow ataraxia could theoretically have something like that but i don't think it will i think it definitely does it kind of does in the tiger dojo right yeah but it's not as it's not as big as this no or yeah because this is like a whole thing. Everyone's here. It's All the be girls. Such a bummer if this is like the last version of this that exists. It probably is. This is probably the the pinnacle of this kind of energy from Type Moon. Yeah, it, I, I it's think the that... pluses and neg- negatives, right? Like they become mainstream, which means that there's a lot of stuff. Well, I think it's also that stuff. we're the ones who actually enjoy this, and I'd bet that most people are like oh yeah this is carnival phantasm or like but it's not carnival Phantasm. no i know but like there are some like half of this maybe like a quarter mm-hmm. a quarter to a third of this is like just funny goofs mm-hmm. but then there's also the like okay but let's actually like sit down and talk yeah that's the fun bit. um and that's the part i love and i feel like we're just gonna lose it to like okay but carnival phantasm exists and that's all the characters like getting together and being yeah. goofy it's nice it's like a fun bit for nasu to even more than like feeling like a q a with fans it feels like nasu had a bunch of bugbears that he couldn't fit into the story uh-huh. i was like no 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 i gotta explain this somewhere i'm gonna uh-huh. just do it in this you know what i mean yeah uh like things that annoyed him that he couldn't quite explain like yeah. ohaku's contacts and shit like that uh-huh. and so he's like i'm gonna get it all out here and it's just it's a, it's a good feeling yeah uh-huh Getcha too. We're gonna go quick on this one. Um, dying. Yeah, Fen's dying. We're back in the the cafe with Yumizuka for her like time in the spotlight. Uh huh. And with her is Neko Arc complete. <laughs> this is the Neko Arc's more flesh. Her real design, as opposed to the end of the Tsukihime CL Sensei lesson version. Her eyes are like bigger. She's more polished. Oh. Yeah, she is closer to what we see in Melty Blood. Okay, uh-huh. where neither of them are in Melty Blood yet. 
Yeah, she makes a joke about that. But like the the version we have usually is just a short arcuit uh-huh. with like ball hands, oh, and yeah. occasionally she has like weird shaped eyes and ears. Uh-huh. Um, but this is like they finalized her design. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, Yuizuka is here to talk about her route. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and lament about it not ever getting made. Uh huh. Um. So this comes after. Kagetsu Toya. Yes. We're doing it. I wanted to do it here because it's going to be awkward to fit it in anywhere else. Yeah. And there's not really any spoilers for Kagetsu Toya or anything no. like that. It's mostly just like refers there's to the existence of Kagetsu Toya Melty and Melty Blood. Uh, let's see. There's a great <laughs> there's a great shot of the box art for Yumizuka's route, which is a, a Shin Yumizuka Muso Death Dynasty Warriors <laughs> 3. Uh over the ba- a background of like a like blurry JPEG of fire. Uh-huh. Um let's see. But mostly this is a concept art gallery. Mm-hmm. Uh in character con- Neko Arc showing concept art of her route to Yumizuka while Yumizuka desperately tries to piece it together into something that makes sense to her. And also not spoil her route. Uh-huh. Like <laughs> There's a lot of uh sprites of Yumizuka being cute. Um and uh Nekoark is like, oh, let me show you the first uh unique background for your route. And it's like a dirty room with trash, <laughs> trash strewn around it. It's so good. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. There's a lot of really cute sprites. Mm-hmm. Um let's say there's there's a CG with Yumizuka like with her arms hugged around her legs, but you can just barely almost see her underwear. And Yumizuka leaves leaves because she can't bear. To, she's embarrassed of it. Uh huh. There's one of the wall. I guess we haven't gotten to the wallpapers yet. Yeah. Did we talk about the wallpaper? We haven't, but there's not much to say. We there's were, a we wallpaper about- with a panty shot of Yumizuka, and I was like, "Is there?" So taken aback. It's very fun by the existence of such a thing. Oh. There's a sprite of Yumizuka crying and yelling, and Neko Arc is like, "Oh, that's right after you get dumped." And then there's like a blood, the blood spatter effect, and <laughs> Yumizuka's doing her like holding her hands up, looking nasty, right? Oh, um, Yumizuka's great. There is some concept art. I guess there is a little bit of spoilers. There's concept art of Sion from Melty Blood. Oh yeah, but yeah. Um, uh, yeah, we won't talk about Sion too much. It's interesting to see. I, yeah. I don't know much about Sion. I know that. Uh, I know that um, <laughs> her skin tone lightens over the course of these. Uh, she's supposed to be, she's Egyptian and her, she has a darker skin tone to start, but it gets lightened as the concept art goes. She's no longer Egyptian, right? Is she not? Yeah. It sounded like, it sounded like she was Egyptian at the, f- at the start and then nasu was like okay but actually mm-hmm. let's not yeah he liked the the version of her that had a dark skin tone yeah. and was egyptian i think i think that they like it sounds like they wanted to change her skin tone so that her outfit w- would like work better. Her better yeah yeah, yeah and there's some stuff about how melty blood was originally going to star cl yeah in in like a a vampire hunters versus vampires yeah um oh and we get back we get back to concept art of yumizuka vampire mode having let her hair down Uh which is cool and she's like i'm not evil i was just running i'm just running a little wild she's got there's like a sprite of her with like these foot long claws Uh uh-huh it's sick like not 
not like Wolverine claws, mm-hmm. but like each of her fingers kind of like extending. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh, Lust from uh, Full Metal Alchemist. Yeah. Um, we get a, a painting of her as a vampire. Her face looks less soft and cute. You know what uh-huh. I mean? Um, less squish. You think that did Type Moon translate the notes on these drawings? You mean Mirror Moon? Mirror Moon. Yeah, yeah. Mirror Moon. They must have. I don't. I feel they they all have like little a little scribble on them with some notes in English. Yeah. Those so I assume Takeuchi's not doing that. Yeah. It's interesting that they went through into the picture and edited uh-huh. them, but yeah. uh, let's see. There, Nekoark talks about the end of the route, but it's all censored. And I really got to know if that actually correlates to Nasu's plan for the route. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Oh, also, Yumizuka's hair keeps getting longer in every picture until yeah. her hair is like enormous. Yeah. Why? Why are you saying yeah? Vampires, Vampires are known for their rapidly growing hair. Yumizuka says that uh, Tsukihime is getting rewritten after Fate comes out. Uh, so there's still hope for her. Nekoark's like, don't bet on it. Oh. And uh, someone says, uh, uh, Nekoark says, the mushroom and the maid guy both want you to be successful. <laughs> The maid guy. Who's the mushroom? It's got to be Nasu. Who else? Who else could it be? There are other people on the team at this point. I guess, but they're the two, right? They they started Tsukihime. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And then there's like a funny bit where uh, Ark is like, "Oh, you can be a. They can make a side story that's just for you." And she's like, "No, I want to end up with Shiki." And she's like. Oh, you just want to have sex with Shiki. Here you go. And show some concept art of her sex scene. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, and like, then... Less concept art, more like sketches. Sketches, yeah. Yeah. It's not like polished in the way you think concept art is. Yeah. Uh-huh. I guess I think... I primarily think of concept art as like... Here is a a finished piece of work that is like, like a vibe of what mm-hmm. we're going for. Yeah. Versus like, these are like sketches. These are like... Uh, Takeuchi would have done the final sketch on a, the next layer up yeah, from yeah. this. Um, they make some bold claims that there is a vampire killing cannon on the top of the Tono Mansion <laughs> at the end of the game. Oh my god, it's, it's an incredible bit about like, those cannot be real spoilers. No, no. There's like fire all around and a cannon firing it. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Um, before it ends, Yumizuka has a, a like, very, like, more out of character, I guess, than the normal, because she says, it is the staff consensus that the Satsuki scenario will be released in one form or another. It'll be a long break, but please relax and wait. 21 years later? We're still waiting for it. Still waiting. We've we've heard rumors that it exists. (laughs) Can you imagine... I feel Nasu like has, there's been confirmation. Has uh, Nasu has said that there's four roots, is what I've heard in the far side. Okay. And can you imagine <laughs> if it's someone else? Oh, that would be so incredible. <sighs> if there are four far side routes. Yeah. That's just That's a yeah, long game. That's fascinating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. 
Yeah, presumably the Hisui and Kohaku roots still share a lot. Yeah. Actually, I don't know. Maybe the roots diverge completely differently than they did before. I would be so excited if it was a chance to, like... I don't... I don't know that I want, like... Um, here's more or less the same game, just expanded. Yeah. I would be so happy if it was like, oh, actually, we kind of, like, yeah, it was a chance to, like, rewrite all of this. Uh-huh. And so I did. I yeah, redid I, it. I feel like that's the direction they're going, but we won't know for a long time. So that's the end of Getcha 2. We could know, like, starting tomorrow, Ben. It would take fucking, it would take years to get through. Podcast on hiatus Well, the two of us just slowly make our way through Tsukihime remake that's not happening no <laughs> uh, next time is Kigetsu Toya um, I did want to say there is a uh, like archive of a web of a Tsukihime website or something like that in the extras that has prototype drawings of all of the characters oh yeah this is there's a lot of extras there's a lot of cute little drawings there's wallpapers this is all really fun yeah. stuff but we can't really talk about it all no. individually like download the plus disc if you want to fuck around with it it's real it's fun stuff there is um yeah so but this this is the one big thing is that it's got prototype art of all of the different characters like the original designs arcoid exactly the fucking same maybe a yeah. little shorter looking identical basically yell weird looking She's got like a much more rounded shape to her hair and she uh-huh. just looks she looks a lot more generic. <laughs> yeah. Is the is the thing about her. Akiha her vest also has long sleeves. Oh, yeah. Huh. I think it's in that. Um Akiha has red hair to start with. Uh-huh. Uh but the maids <laughs> the maids are completely are... different unrecognizable the maids look like a hoenn era psychic pokemon trainer duo uh-huh like a gym leader duo yeah or something like that they're gonna send out soul rock and lunatone uh-huh hisui will be soul rock and <laughs> kohaku will be lunatone yeah yeah <laughs> um yeah they're so strange looking they're like they they are identical first of all yeah just with different colored outfits and eyes uh and they both have like the maid cap brim thing that Hisui has, but it has no detail. It's just like little spikes, like a like Statue of Liberty crown coming off of their heads. It's cute. It's cute. I don't like their designs at all. Like In this? The, the old ones. The 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 that prototype of oh, their yeah. designs you don't looks like terrible. Yeah. They look so weird. And this is where I was really like, damn, Takeuchi really do just draw like the guy who does Pokemon sprites. Uh-huh. They really do look like early Pokemon drawings. Uh-huh. It's fascinating. Like, I, I've made this joke before because of the, the kid Akiha drawing looking like Ash Ketchum. But there's something about the eyes that just make them really, especially at this point, Takeuchi draws like he's drawing for Pokemon. Uh-huh. Really interesting. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. I think that's... uh. Oh, there is one other bit where Kohaku makes a joke about Arc and Ciel's name sounding like the band Arc on Ciel. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. And some other stuff about them about the them overprinting demo CDs uh-huh. or demo floppies. Hand them out. And uh, during Summer Comicette 1999. 
they were they did dojin apparently mm-hmm. um and were like handing them out with the dojin and couldn't get rid of them all because they printed 300 but then when they did the half moon version they sold like 50 copies and there's a great joke about how nasu was injured uh or had some kind of accident and he had to take time off from his game dev job i wonder uh-huh. what he worked on uh and how all of the proceeds of tsukihime were going to paying off his debts it's really rough it worked out for him it yeah. seems yeah he's uh-huh. probably not hurting for money <laughs> yeah i would kill to get my hands on the um original test play version that no one has oh yes but please. Uh, you know fen what are we doing next time Kagetsutoya. We're done with plus disc. I realized That's two things done, Fen. Yeah. I realized that um this episode is going to be our first episode of 2022. So happy new year. Happy new year. Oh damn. But then starting off the new year again right with Kagetsutoya, mm-hmm. which I'm very excited for. This is a good game to be recording in December. Yeah. I'm glad that Tsukihime really matched up with uh like us finishing it in autumn, you know what I mean? Yeah. Moving towards winter and plus disc being we're recording it in December. And Kiketsu Toya, I bet you anything it takes place during like New Year's, at least partially. I was I feel like summer. I bet you at least part of it takes place during it's New probably. Year's. There's a there's gotta be at least one story that's during New Year's. Uh huh. Um, but yeah we're gonna play Kagetsu Toya it's probably not gonna be just one episode I would bet that it's gonna be two I would bet two I don't two. know what order we're gonna play the stories in yeah we'll have to make an, an announcement on our Twitter follow us uh, at, at cryingrules on twitter.com uh, or, and if you go to the abnormal mapping discord we hang out there yeah you can talk to oh, us oh no right we're saying with the next episode that we're releasing, we're putting in a, a thing there saying, hey, if you want to guest on anything, ping us. Yeah. I think we should keep that like people who talk to us, not pe- not say it on the podcast. No. I meant in the Discord. Yeah. 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 Um, we're part of the Abnormal Mapping Network. We're Speaking part. of the Abnormal Mapping Discord, and yeah. we're, I'm eternally grateful to Emma Jackson for allowing us anywhere allowing near us. them. <laughs> Um, uh rate us on itunes give us five stars or whatever if you can rate us or review us and say "Ooh, great very weird love them <laughs> just do that uh-huh. we appreciate it what, el- emails, what else feedback questions comments concerns uh-huh. uh trying rules actually at gmail.com uh you can find fan where can people find you on the internet fanic.moe I'm going to be honestly like off of, not off of, off of the internet, but Depends I'm going to be recovering on from the surgery. So I'm g- not going to be very talkative mm-hmm. for a while. Um, but, but I'm always around. If you, if you ever want to, you know, find me, I'm Fennec.moe. Follow or Fen. Fen's got good tweets. At Fennec underscore Fox on Twitter. Uh-huh. That's where that ends up. Uh, I'm, do I? Yeah, you do. Look up Fen's fa- uh, Stay Night um, thread if you want to get spoiled on it. It's uh, hashtag Fen Stay Night. Fen underscore Stay Night? Is it Fen underscore Stay Night? I think so. That's um, weird. Because I couldn't do Fen Slash. 
stay night because uh, that would break the hashtag yeah yeah um, um yeah you can find me on twitter at ben ends you can find the not safe work writing that i do at doom gender um yeah we'll do some kagetsu toya next time we'll probably say what we're gonna do on in the whatchamacallit episode description because we'll be closer to we might not know by then but we'll we'll try it might be in the episode description we'll definitely tweet about it okay probably if i remember happy we're a real fly-by-night operation here happy new year's and welcome wait one day let's meet in the digital sea you're free fan ow alright stop the recording quick
give me your body. 